Jack Hamilton starts toward the mound. The New York Mets are on the field with Ed Cranepool at first. Gary Bushak at second. Bud Harrelson at shortstop. And Ken Boyer around at third. Tommy Davis is in left field. Leon Jones is in the center field. And Ron Spavota is in right field. Gary Grody is doing the catching. A beautiful baseball night here in New York. Cardinals won the opening game of this series last night. Last weekend in St. Louis, the Mets and the Cards split a pair. Jack Hamilton is making his first start since June 13th of 1966, when he lost to the Cardinals here at Chase Stadium 4-1. Since that game, Hamilton has appeared in relief 42 times. Against the Cards last year, he won one and lost three. The victory was a one-hitter. A bunt single by pitcher Ray Sadecki, the only hit off Hamlin in St. Louis last May, a year ago, May 4th. His lifetime record against the Cardinals is two wins and three losses. You may recall that last night, Jack Fisher's first pitch was hit over the left field fence by Lou Brock. Lou Brock is coming to the plate now with a batting average of 331, seven homers, 22 runs batted in. Here's a left-hand batter. And Hamilton's first pick. Hit on the ground to second base. Second by Buczek, and he plays it over to Cranville, and Brock is down it out. So there's one away, and now center fielder Kurt Flood, hitting 306 with seven, right batted in. Jerry Buczek leads the Mets with five. Tommy Davis has four and triples. There are five Mets tied with one. In doubles, Tommy Davis leads with seven. And hits, Davis has 32. Cranville, 25. Pitch is high and tight to Kurt Flood. Runs batted in for the Mets. Tommy Davis and Ed Cranville have 11 each. And Jerry Buczek has 10. Jack Hamilton with a pitch. Low and away for a ball. Hamilton, 28 years of age, 6 feet tall, a 200-pounder. Last year with the Mets, he won 6, lost 13. From Morning Sun, Iowa. Ed Vargo, the umpire behind the plate. Here's swinging a foul ball back and out of play. Out 2-1. Vargo's behind the plate. Billy Williams is the umpire at first. Frank Sicori at second. Ken Burkhardt on his third. Bullets 3-2 to flood with Roger Maris waiting on deck. 
Saturday night at Shea Stadium. Here's a payoff pitch. Far out and miss. Hamlin strikes out Kurt Flood. Roger Maris for Ken Boyer. 1-1 pitch. 
Inside for a ball, it's two and one. And Ken Boyer is today celebrating his 36th birthday. No score in this game. We're in the bottom half of the first inning. Here's a swing and a ground ball off the glove of Jackson. Taking it short by Maxville. And all over to Cepeda. Make it a 1-6-3. Wallaway and Ed Crane's who's coming up. Hitting 362 with three home runs and 11 runs batted in. The only left-hand batter in the mid batting order tonight against the left-hand pitcher. Crane's rule has hit safely in his last 12 games. Over that stretch, he's got 18 for 46. That's a clip of 391. The longest hitting streak of his major league career was 13 games in 1964. Against left-handed pitching this season, Crane's rule is 4 for 12. That's a clip of 333. Jackson delivers, and it's in there for a call strike. Jerry Bushak has moved out on deck. Now Jackson reads the side. Now catcher, Tim McCarver. Pitches low down to the dirt, rolling away. Framing. 
So if you'd like a copy of the Med Yearbook, then 65 cents, the Med Yearbook, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, zip code 11368. 50 cents for the yearbook, 15 cents for mailing and handling. That's a total of 65 cents, and the address is Met Yearbook, Jay Stadium, Flushing, New York. And the banjo bands are on hand here at Jay Stadium tonight to help enliven these proceedings, and Orlando Cepeda is coming up. Right-hand power hitter, hitting 372 with five homers and 21 runs batted in. Facing right-hand pitcher Jack Hamilton, making his first start of the season for the New York Mets. Hamilton now starts to work, and the pitch is high for a ball. Tim McCarver, left-hand batter, is coming up, hitting 318 with three homers and 19 runs batted in. This afternoon in the National League, as perhaps you are aware, the Chicago Cubs swamped the Los Angeles Dodgers 20-3. Kenny Holtzman got his fifth win. He's 5-0, and he's going into the Army on Monday. Bob Osteen was the loser, followed by Joe Moeller, Egan, Lee, Homers in the ball game by Philip Fairley. Ferraro hit two, Hundley and Beckers. So the Mets pick up a half game on the Dodgers. Here's a pitch in for a call strike to McCarver. The league leading Cincinnati Reds chalked up another one. They defeated the Phillies 5 to 2. Jerry Arrigo got the win in relief of Gary Nolan. Arrigo came on in the fourth inning. He allowed only one hit in six innings that he worked. Arrigo, now 4 0. Here's a swing and a miss, a two-strike count. You'll recall that Arrigo spent part of last season with the New York Mets. Grant Jackson started and took the loss for the Phillies. Farrell in the sixth, Ramos in the ninth, Ellsworth in the ninth. Pittsburgh Powers are at Atlanta tonight. Bob Beal for Pittsburgh and Dick Kelly for Atlanta. Here's a pitch high. And the San Francisco Giants are at Houston tonight in a later start. The Detroit Tigers defeated the New York Yankees today 3-1. Denny McClain got the win. Al Downing took the loss. Dick McAuliffe had a homer. Mickey Mantle had a homer for the Yankees. His seventh of this season. His career homer number 503. One-two pick. And it's outside. Two and two. Baltimore defeated Washington by a score of 4-3. to three. Dave McNally got the win. Joe Coleman took the loss. Luke Powell had a homer for Baltimore, and Frank Howard had two of them for Gil Hodges, Washington Senators. There's a swing and a miss on Hamilton strikes out McCarver. First, uh, second strikeout for Hamilton. Two away, and Mike Cannon is coming up. The end of two and a half innings tonight. The Chicago White Sox three, and the Kansas City A's two. Tommy John against Catfish Hunter. Minnesota Twins are in California in a later start. And the Cleveland Indians 
defeated the Austin Red Sox by a score of five to three. Steve Bailey got the win, and Don McMahon took the loss. Cannon watches low and away for a ball. He's a right-hand batter, hitting 343, two home runs and 18 runs batted in. is in for a tall strike, 1-1. One, one. Two men out. Nobody on base and no score in the game here in the top of the second. Pitch is high. 2-1. Our congratulations, of course, to our colleague and co-worker, Art Friedman, who today became the father of a son, and he's passing out the cigars all around the place here tonight. You get your cigar around? Well, sure did. It's 2-1 pitch, and it's inside for a ball, 3-1. I hope he gave one to Jerry Brooks, because the ones that he smoked got the call. <laughs> yes. Three and one count now to Mike Shannon. And the pitch is it in the air to right field, and Ron Svoboda is there. Settles underneath, makes the catch, and the side is out. No runs, no hits, no runs, none left. In the middle of the second, it's the Cardinals nothing and the Mets nothing. Omri Garage Albany is celebrating its fifth annual Imperial Week with the largest selection ever of new and used Imperials at unbelievably low prices. Omri's Art Neat invites you to test drive any one of the top-condition, late-model used Imperials that are ready to go. You can choose from two- and four-door sedans, many equipped with the exclusive Imperial Extras. Trade up now at Armory and receive top dollar for your present car. Chances are it will more than cover the down payment on a mint-condition late-model Imperial. Armory's on-the-spot financing assures fast service. You can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, home of 101 time payment plans. You'll be impressed with the prestige and practicality of owning an Imperial from Armory. Now's the time to save on the big comfort, style, and performance during Imperial Week. Drive into Imperial Headquarters this week. Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, in Albany. Coming up. 
Hitting 245, one homer and four runs batted in. Right hand batter facing the left hand pitcher. No score in this game. Pitches outside for a ball. Ken Boyer has moved on deck now. Here's a 1-0 pitch. Swung on and land off the glove of Jackson. East Samuelsburg will have to go to first just in time. And Davis moves to third on the play. Now manager Red Chaney comes out to check on his pitcher and see if he's all right. That one was slammed right back to the mound and off the hand of Jackson. He indicates he's all right. Catcher Tim McCarver goes out. Here comes the trainer. They want to check on Al Jackson to see if he sustained any damage. That was a shot that Swoboda sent back to the mound. Knocked out and then uh, Jackson scrambled over briefly to the first base side to make the play. Bowman, veteran trainer, is checking with Jackson, and apparently he's all right. McCarver's going to come back now behind the plate and have him throw one or two to make sure he's all right. The umpire is supervising this operation as well. Here comes a uh, pitch, and uh, Jackson appears to be throwing all right. San Francisco Giants at Houston. We have the warm-ups now. Juan Marichal, after having lost his first three starts, has won six in a row, and he's going for the Giants. Dave Gustig is going for Houston. He is 0-4. Now Red Chambers leaves them out. He and trainer Bob Bowman head back to the Cardinal dugout. The Mets have a runner at third base with one man out and Ken Boyer coming up. Boyer, the third baseman of the Mets, celebrating his 36th birthday today. Hitting 208 with one run batted in, right hand batter. For seven years, he was the field captain of the St. Louis Cardinals. Shannon even with the bag at third. Cepeda even with the bag at first. Maxville and Javier deep at short and second. The pitch is outside for a ball. Well, it looks like Red King, he still respects Ken Boyer because he has his shortstop and second baseman back. He doesn't want to take any chances of giving Boyer a shot at hitting with the infield in this early in the ballgame. No score is yet, and we're in the bottom of the second. Pitch is low. It's 2-0 now to Boyer, and Jerry Grody is waiting on deck. Boyer asks that the ball be inspected, so it's tossed into Tim McCarver. McCarver and John Romano doing the bulk of the catching for the Cardinals this year. Mono, of course, hails from New Jersey. Very proud of the fact that his brother Tony is recently elected to the city council across the river. 2-0 the count here to Boyer. And it's outside. Three balls, no strike. Tommy Davis. The runner third checks with Coach Saldy Parker. Jackson working carefully to Boyer. And here's the 3 0 delivery. Outside. Boyer draws a walk. It wasn't a 
an intentional walk, at least it is not scored as such. It was a very carefully delivered walk, and coming up now is Jerry Grody. As the Cardinals set their defense for two, they've one man out. Tommy Davis, the runner at third, Boyer at first. Grody is hitting 186 with one homer and five runs batted in. Bud Harrelson moves on deck now. Wynn is ripping the flag out toward right field. Jackson off the stretch. Six to the right-hand batter and it's high for a ball. Ken Jackson reads the sign of catcher Tim McCarver. 1-0 delivery. Swung on and missed. It's one and one. Defensively, the Cardinals are set up straight away. Against Jerry Grody. We're getting a little action now down in the Cardinal bullpen here in the bottom half of the second inning. Nelson Bryles is up and throwing a right-hander. Here's a pitch high. Al Jackson out there on the run for the Cardinals. Makes his home in Huntington, Long Island. for the side. Med runners lead at first and third. Two on delivery, and it's high. So Jackson goes behind three and one to Jerry Grody. Last year, Al Jackson won 13 games for the St. Louis Cardinals. He was 13 and 15. He won 13 games one season for the New York Mets. This will be a 3-1 pitch, but first to throw over to first, not in time. Nineteen sixty-three, Jackson was 13 and 17 with the Mets. Now this pitch inside low, and the bases are loaded. Brody draws a walk. Jackson has loaded him up for Brad Harrison, who is a switch hitter, and he'll be batting right. Against left hander Al Jackson. Second consecutive walk issued by Jackson. Harrelson's hitting 224. He has five runs batted in. He has three doubles and one triple. The bases are loaded with one away. The Mets batting in the bottom half of the second inning. second, Brody at first. Cardinal set their defense playing. Harrelson to go to the opposite field. Hitting it toward right. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed it. Strike one. Pitcher Jack Hamilton moves out on deck now for the Mets. Harrelson looks down to Salty Parker, the sign man at third. See if anything is on here. There is no score in this game. Strike one delivery. Swung on and popped up. Scored third. Shannon moves in near the mound. And he's there. An infield fly is called. He makes the grab. No advance. 
two away. Hamilton coming up. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Hi, neighbor. At 5.45 a.m., we hope you'll be on hand for the Chanticleer. At 12.15, our theme, Bread, Love, and Dreams, introduces Farm Paper here on WGY Schenectady. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Cotter and Bob Murphy at Cherry Stadium in New York. Still no score in this game. The Mets have the bases loaded with two men out now, and Jack Hamilton's up. He has not been up officially this season. He's a right-hand batter. Al Jackson with the pitch. Swung on a hit. field in the polar ground. 
So the Mets on the Grand Slam home run by Jack Hamilton. His first time at bat this year, leading by a score of 4 to nothing. Jack getting set to pitch to the Cardinals here in the third has retired his first six batters. And he'll now pitch to Julian Javier, Dow Maxwell, and Al Jackson. No action in the bullpen for the Cardinals. And the first pitch of fastball, it's high for a ball. Jack has struck out two. He struck out Kurt Flood in the first. Struck out Tim McCarver in the second. Javier batting at 290. Takes inside for a ball. Ball two. Javier with 29 hits so far this year. He's been at bat 100 times. Has scored 13 runs. Has hit three home runs. Driven an eight. He has six extra base hits, three home runs, and three doubles. And the 2-0 pitch is high, ball three, and Hamilton behind 3-0. Jack is really throwing hard tonight. He always has a good fastball, but he's especially fast tonight. He's been throwing some good change-ups, too. Now the 3-0 delivery. It's in a call strike, three and one. Balls, one strike. Javier steps out of the batter's box. Now gets back in. And Hamilton back again. And the pitcher's outside. Ball four. And that is the first base runner for the Cardinals. No one out. Top of the third. It brings up Dow Maxville. Well, Jack Hamilton has been dramatic in a Mets uniform. Last year he was called Hairbreath Harry. And now he has taken over the hitting side. Javier not being held on by Crane Pool at first. And the first pitch is fouled off. A fastball that he had on by Maxville at strike one. Crane Pool is playing about two steps from the bag in back of the base runner. Mets leading 4 nothing, and they do not figure that the Cardinals will be running. Maxville batting 253, a right-hand batter. And the one-strike pitch is taken in for a call, strike two. So after walking Javier, Hamilton now with two quick strikes on the right-hand batter. And at two strikes, the pitch is swung on and fouled back. Ball over the top of the screen, the count stays at 0-2. Tony Cloninger of the Atlanta Braves hit two Grand Slam home runs in one ball game to become the first National League player to ever do that. Now two strikes, the pitch back is low. It's one and two. That includes pitchers, catchers, outfielders, infielders, what have you. It has been done only two times, one time in the National League. Jim Gentile did it in the American League. two and the curve is inside and high and Maxwell walks away at two balls two strikes Jerry Grody before coming back behind home plate has been out the signs talking with Hamilton out in front of the play two and two top of the third no one out Cardinals with a runner at first base Javier is there And now Hamilton set for Maxville in the pitch. 
And it's in the dirt. Dug out by Grody, and the count goes to three and two. Three balls, two strikes. On deck batter, Al Jackson. No action in the bullpen. The Cardinals trail by four. Jackson's considered to be a good hitting pitcher. With a 3-2 pitch, the runner going. The pitch is taken high and away. Ball four. Javier is going out, but it won't make any difference. He is safe at second base on the walk. He starts to run off, and Red Chandis comes running out of the dugout all the way to the foul line to make sure he doesn't leave the bag. The call of out was given by the second base umpire, Frank Chicoy. But it came after the ball four call was given by the home plate umpire, Ed Bargo. So two walks in a row. Now West Western is running out to the mound. So the second base was in plenty of time on Javier. He was not being held on, but it didn't count. As Maxville became the second base runner on the walk. Jackson the batter. Al has been to bat 12 times, had four hits. He has driven in one run, batting 333. Left hand batter. Ed Cranepool at first base is way in looking for the bunt. Boyer is in a couple of steps ahead of the bag at third. And Hamilton with a first pitch. It's outside a fastball, and Jackson was not bunny. He takes it for ball one. And after retiring the first six men, now running into difficulty with Wildness. Two walks in a row. And the 1-0 pitch to Jackson. High ball, two. Two balls, no strike. Ken Boyer over the dock to Hamilton on the mound. Oh, Boyer now back to third. Mets still looking for a possible sacrifice. First two pitches, Jackson was not in bunting position. Mets lead four to nothing. No one out. Top of the third. The pitch to Jackson is called a strike. Two and one. Jackson taking all the way. Joel Schultz, the third base coach, setting the sign to Al Jackson at the plate. Dick Fistler is the coach at first. Looking in for the sign from Jerry Grody. Now he sets up. And the 2-1 delivery is hit on the line over the shortstop. Head of base hit. Taken on one hop by Tommy Davis. Javier is coming home. The throw is cut off by Boyer. Javier slides in safely. And holding the second base is Al Maxwell. And the Cardinals score. Base hit by Al Jackson. His second run batted in. He now has five hits and 12 times up. And it brings up Lou Brock. And the Cardinals got something going. Action in the bullpen for the Mets. Well, the pitches have accounted for all five runs in this ballgame. Jack Hamilton with a grand slam home run, and now Jackson with a base hit to drive in a run. Bill Dennehy is warming up in the bullpen for the Mets. Make it Jack LeMay warming up in the bullpen for the Mets now. Starting to throw. And the next pitch to the plate is low, and it's ball one on Lou Brock. Lou hit the first pitch down the second base his first time. Up and was out. 
batting at 328. Pitch back to Brock is fouled off. One ball, one strike. Brock going and the next pitch to the plate is low, and it's ball one on Lou Brock. Lou hit the first pitch down the second base his first time up and was out. Batting at 328. It's back to Brock, it's fouled off. One ball, one strike. Brock going for a fastball that was outside and fouling the ball over the top of the dugout on the third base side. Now he wants another bat. Max Wills down at second base, Al Jackson at first. Mets are leading 4-1 to the Cardinals with no one out here in the top of the third. With a run in and runners at first and second. with seven home runs and 22 runs batted in. A dangerous batter, a left-hand batter. Tremendous power to center field and left field. <clears throat> and at 1-1, Hamilton back. And the pitch is fouled off again. <laughs> ball going out of play, and Hamilton again had the fastball by Lou Brock. This time up high. One ball, two strikes. ball, two strikes, Hamilton tries again. The pitch is bounced out in front of the mound, and taken by Jerry Grody, he goes to first base with the throw, taking the ball in fair territory for the play at first base for the out there, and the runners move up. Maxwell goes over to third, no chance to make a play there. The ball bounced out high off the home plate rubber, and Jackson goes down to second. Now with one man out, the batter will be Kurt Flush. That's her lead by a score of four to one. They're playing their infield back at second and short. Also at first base, Boyer just about two steps behind the line running between second and third at the third base position. Bud struck out his first time up, going down on a 3-2 fastball. He's batting 3-0-3. And now time is called. Very good at going out to the pitcher's mound. That's got the early lead on a grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton in the bottom half of the second. Cardinals got on the board right here in the third. Two walks and a base hit. Now Hamilton's ready, and the pitch to Kurt Flood is low, and inside is ball one. Let's have two base hits. The Cardinals have one. Now the pitch back. Curveball hit down the short. Bud Helton moves to his right, has no play at the plate, but goes to first base in time to retire. Kurt Flood for the second out here in the top of the third. Maxwell scored in the play, and Al Jackson held it second. So it's now a 4-2 ball game in favor of the Mets. It brings up Roger Maris for the runner in scoring position. Helton his first time up, down the left field line, and Helton made a great play on it. He fell down in making the catch. Now it's batting left-handed, hitting 296, and the pitch is taken low for a ball. Maris with one home run and 10 runs batted in. 
Ron Swoboda did the home run away from him in the first game of the series with a high catch of a ball that was over the wall. Now the next pitch, a change of low. It's ball two. Two balls, no strike. Let's lead four to two. Two men out, top of the third. Maris with the straightaway stance. Being played as a four hitter by the Mets. Next pitch, a curve breaking over, and for good pitch, two balls, one strike. Rogers playing with a broken toe. Has a hairline fracture. Fortunately, it's on his back foot. Now the 2 1 pitch, and it's all strike here. A fastball over knee high. By having the broken toe on his back foot in the batter's box, he doesn't stand the risk of really hurting himself by fouling the ball off his front foot, where if he had the broken toe there, it would be serious. That happens quite often to a ball player. Two and two, and the pitch. Change up, line to right, a base hit. Jackson goes to third. He's coming in. It's going to be a close play. The throw by Sobota is up the line and cut off. Jackson scores, but now Maris in the rundown. The ball goes to Claypool, now to Bootcliff. Now to Harrison, and Harrison back to Claypool. And now the tag is being made by Bootcliff. And that retires the side. But in the inning, the St. Louis Cardinals get back in the ball game by scoring three runs. The score in the play was 9-5-6-3-6-3-4. Three runs in on two hits. No errors, no one left on base. And a score at the end of two and a half innings. The Mets four, the Cardinals three. I, I don't know God bless America, but I do know my cat Rutisity. My cat Rutisity. on the grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton in the second, but the Cardinals bounce right back and score three runs in the third. It's now a 4-3 ball game, and the Mets batting in the bottom half of the third. Al Jackson, who drove in a run, first run for the Cardinals, completing his warm-up pitches on the mound. He'll be pitching to his former teammate, Ed Cranbrook. Ed fouled out his first time up. He's won a 12-game hitting streak into the ball game. Over that period, he had raised his average on up where he was leading the club with a 362 average. Graham Poole, a left-hand batter. Al Jackson, a left-hand pitcher. Al won the first game ever won by a Met pitcher in New York City. Won it in the polo grounds. It was a shutout. First game ever won by a Met pitcher. Won by Jay Hook in Pittsburgh. Now a bunch drive at foul. 
Lane for trying to get on. Fouls the ball on a bunch try on the third base side. It's strike one. Al picked a one-hitter for the Mets against Houston. Gave up a base hit to Joe Malfitano in the first inning and retired all the others without a base hit. He also picked a one-hitter this year against the same Houston ball club. This time, Bob Astromani got the base hit in the eighth inning. Now the left-hander back, and the one-strike pitch is low. 1-1, one, one. the count goes. Now also pitched a two-hitter against the Pittsburgh Pirates and had a no-hitter going until it was broken up in the eighth. Willie Stryker got a base hit to left field. Now the 1-1 one, one pitch back, a hard smash to George. It is picked up by Maxwell. He throws the first base not in time. So Cranepool now is hit in 13 consecutive ball games. That ties his all-time high. Ace hit by Eddie Cranepool. A leadoff here in the bottom half of the third. It brings up Jerry Bouchard. Hit a soft line drive to first base his first time up. Batting 269. That's leading 4-3. No one out, bottom half of the third. Bucek, a right-hand batter. Jackson sets, looks at first base, comes to the plate, and the pitcher swung on a miss, strike one. Bucek leads the club in home runs with five. He has driven in ten. Once again, action in the bullpen for the St. Louis Cardinals. Nelson Brown throwing for the second time. He was throwing in the second inning when the Mets scored four runs. And the one-strike pitcher is taken low. It's one and one. Jackson missing with a sinking fastball. Al's record this year, three and two. He pitched against the Mets but wasn't involved in the decision, although he was knocked out of the box. Against the Mets, he has 1-1 and lost three. And at 1-1, the pitch back to Buczek is over the inside corner, and it's called strike two. And on the pitch, Buczek was sort of jumping away. He thought the pitch was inside. One and two. Same pull being held at first base by Orlando Cepeda. Javier is at second base, Maxville at short, Shannon at third. Next pitch is swung on and fouled down in the dirt. Now remains one ball, two strikes. Tim McCarver is the catcher in the game. Blue Brock in left field back about on the warning track in left field, a very deep left field. Kurt Flood, who normally plays a very shallow center field, is playing extremely deep against Buchek. Roger Mayer shaded over near the line and right. He's also deep. Buczek had never hit more than four home runs in one season. Did that last year. Now he grounds the next pitch foul. This time on the third base side, the count again stays at one and two. Jerry Buczek. He became the first player involved in a deal that was consummated by Sam Musial. Coming to the Mets for Eddie Bissou. going out, Jackson set. And the one-two pitch again, and this time it's inside. Bootcheck has to spin away at two and two. 
Two balls, two strikes. That's leading four to three with no one out, bottom half of the third. Playing the second game of this three-game series. Tomorrow, a single game on Sunday. Game time will be at two o'clock. And the 2-2 delivery. Curveball, bounce to short. A ready-made double play. Maxwell over to the second baseman. Javier, his throw on the first base is in time for the double play. So Jackson picks up his first double play. Get a boot, get the ground into it. That'll bring up Tommy Davis. Tommy doubled the right center and scored the first run for the Mets ahead of the grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton. Tommy with eight doubles so far this year, batting 320 with four home runs, 11 runs batted in. The double came off a curveball, and it was the right center field. And Jackson's first pitch is down the right field line. Roger Maris has a long run to go to the corner. He gets to it and falls down after making the catch. A great play by Roger Maris right in the right field corner. That retires the side. Roger Maris gets a hand as he comes on back in. He is not hurt, at least apparently so. As he crossed it, he might have stuffed up his hands a little bit as he tried to brace himself after he fell on the warning track. No runs, one hit, no errors, a double play, no one left on base, and the score at the end of three, the Mets for the Cardinals three. The Los Angeles Dodgers will be coming in here Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and... And the Atlanta Braves will be in next Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and a doubleheader next Sunday. And you can get tickets for all home games of the Mets at a wide variety of convenient ticket locations. The advanced ticket window here at Jay Stadium is open seven days a week. It's open eight to six on weekdays and nine to five on Saturdays and Sundays. In Manhattan, there is a Mets ticket office at Grand Central Station at the foot of the 42nd Street and Vanderbilt Avenue route. Open weekdays, 8 to 6, Saturdays, 8.30 to 4. There's a Mets ticket office at Macy's at 34th Street and 7th Avenue. It's on the main floor. And also at Macy's and Huntington, Long Island at the Walt Whitman Shopping Center. Both locations are open during regular store hours. In addition, reservations from a box and reserve seats may be made at all Howard Close stores during regular store hours. And also, be sure to add 25 cents to each order to cover mailing costs. Once again, Ralph Steiner. Okay, Lindsey Nelson, top of the fourth inning. Orlando Cepeda will lead off for the Cardinals. The Mets are leading four to three, and Jack Hamilton with his first pitch in the fourth. And the pitch is fouled over the top of the three, strike one. Cepeda grounded down to the shortstop, Bud Harrelson, his first time up in the ballgame. Bud made a good play, throwing him out at first base. Orlando batting 368. Hamilton back, and the pitch is deep to right center field. Going way back as Lopola's going, it is gone goodbye. Tim is high and away, ball one. 
Well, the Mets at one time had a 4 nothing lead as a result of Jack Hamilton hitting the Grand Slam home run. Now the Cardinals are back in the ball game, all tied up, scoring three runs in the third on two hits, and one run here in the fourth with no one out on a home run. Next pitch to McCarver is outside again. It's ball two. Two balls, no strike. McCarver struck out his first time up. One of two struck out by Hamilton. He's batting 315. Led the major leagues in three base hits last year with 13. This year, he has three already. A swing and a foul tip held on to by Jerry Grody. They count two and one. Hamilton at 2-1. And McCarver takes it over the outside corner. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Mike Cannon, the on-deck batter. And Hamilton tries again. And the pitch is fouled off. Ball going out of play over the top of the backstop. High in the air. Two and two. Now remaining all even as Jack Hamilton pitches to Tim McCarver. Tim has three home runs this year, and he has driven in 19. And once again, the 2-2 two -two pitch. Outside, ball three, and Hamilton has a count four. Cardinals came into this ball game with a team batting average of 280. The team home run total, a total of 23. They have a strong hitting ball club. Three and two, and Jack Hamilton comes back again. And the pitcher is loose in the right field of base hit. Ross Kavota comes over to take it on one hop. The Carver, a fast running catcher, rounds at first base and holds there. Here comes Wes Weston to the mound. getting their fourth base hit. Ball game is tied up at 4-4, four four, and that's going to be all for Jack Hamilton. Jack making his first start after 42 consecutive relief appearances that go back into last year. His best game ever in the major leagues against the St. Louis Cardinals, a one-hitter that he pitched last year. The only base hit was a bunt by Ray Sudecki, and Jack LeMave is coming in the ball game. Well, Abe making his fifth appearance. He has no record, no wins, no losses. He has appeared four times previously, twice against Cincinnati, once against San Francisco, and once against St. Louis at St. Louis. In the ballgame against the St. Louis Cardinals in St. Louis, he went four and one third innings, gave up six hits, allowed three runs. Totally, he has pitched a total of eight innings, allowing eight base hits. So while we wait for Jack Hamilton to go off the mound, and he'll get a big hand for his grand slam home run in the second. They gave the Mets their four runs off Al Jackson. We'll take a look at the scoreboard. Cincinnati beat the Phillies 5-2 to today. The winning pitcher was Arrigo. He put six innings, allowed one hit in relief to pick up the win. His record now 4-0. Losing pitcher was Grant Jackson, who started the ball game for the Philadelphia Phillies. Here's Hamilton getting the hand as he goes off the field. The Cubs counted out 
20 runs on 14 hits to defeat the Dodgers, 20 to 3. The winning pitcher was Holtzman, his record 5-0. The losing pitcher was O.C. Philip Berry, Herrera had two home runs. Hundley and Beckert had home runs. Beckert inside the park. At the end of two and a half innings, Pittsburgh nothing, Atlanta nothing. Bob Beal against Kelly. At the end of two, the Giants won Houston nothing. Marichal, who has won six in a row, he's lost three. Pitching against Dave Jesse, who has no wins against four losses. Ron, a home run in the second, with no one on for the San Francisco Giants. In the American League, Detroit beat the Yankees three to one. McLean, the winning pitcher, a seven hitter. The losing pitcher was Al Downing. McCullough hit his fifth home run of the season. Mantle his seventh, and now Mantle with 503 total home runs in his major league career. Cleveland beat Boston 5-3. The winning pitcher was Steve Bailey, who relieved in the eighth inning. The losing pitcher was McMahon. Askew and hitting that home run. Baltimore topped Washington 4-3. Winning pitcher in that ball game, McNally. The losing pitcher was Coleman. Powell had a home run in the sixth with two men on. The big blow of the ball game. Howard had one in the sixth and the seventh. At the end of four and a half innings, Kansas City six, Chicago three. Howard now pitching for the White Sox. Tommy John started. Lindblad pitching for Kansas City. Hunter started. And also scheduled Minnesota against the Angels in California. So a lot of baseball action. And right here, the action fast and curious. The score tied four to four. No one out. Top of the fourth. The Cardinals with Tim McCarver on at first base. And the batter is Mike Shannon. Jack Lemaire now pitching in place of Jack Hamilton. Jack going three innings, allowing four runs and four hits. He struck out. Two batters walked two. First pitch, a curveball over the outside corner strike. And on the pitch, Shannon was scoring around. working on his masters. And the one-strike delivery. Fastball just off the plate. One ball, one strike. And this time, Shannon was not in bunny position. When Abe originally signed with the Philadelphia Phillies was released on a technicality and then hooked on with the Pittsburgh Pirates. One ball, one strike. The pitch is swung on and missed. One and two. He went from the Pirates to the Red Sox, from the Red Sox to the Houston Astros, from the Astros to the Chicago White Sox, and from the White Sox to the Mets. Mets picked him up this year on a cash purchase. One and two with no one out, top of the fourth. Score tied 4-4. McCarver draws a soft throw, no tag by Cranepool. again in the set position. Again, the first base. Again, no tag. Cover with a very short lead. Getting back easily. Shannon batting 337. And the pitch to him is swung on and missed. Strike three. Joe LeMay picks up a strikeout. Pitching to his first batter. We'll pause now for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is Jerry Ducey reminding you that the best things happen from 1 to 3 on the Jerry Ducey Show here on the big bright sound of WGY Schenectady. 
Ralph Steiner along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Shea Stadium. A 4-4 ball game. One man out, top of the fourth. The Cardinals with the runner at first base. And Julian Javier is the batter. Julian walked his first time up. Scored the first Cardinal run on the bases by Al Jackson. batting 290. Right-hand batter in the first pitch. James Curveball, low and away, it's ball one. Jim McCarver at first base. His base hit. Knocking Jack Hamilton out of the box. Only seven hits in this game, eight runs scored. Two home runs, one by Jack Hamilton with the bases loaded, one by Orlando Cepeda. Javier out of the batter's box, now back in. LeBabe checking out the sign. And the right-hander sets up. The pitch is over, a fastball over the outside part of the plate, above the knees, one and one. Breeze is picking up now, blowing in from left field. This is the best of all the nights we've had here at Shea Stadium this year, had a good crowd on hand. It's date night. All the guys with their dates, only having to pay 50 cents for the girls. Throw to first base again, just a calling card throw. No action on it, McCarver still with a short lead. Now the 1-1 delivery, curve line to right center, a base hit, McCarver will get the third. He rounds at second base and goes on there. The throw by Cleon Jones comes into second base. And Javier holds up at first. So the Cardinals keep it going. Runners at first and third with one man out. And their batter will be Dow Maxville. Maxville also walked his first time up and scored a run. His average, 253. Brody was out to the pitcher's mound to talk to LeMay, but now he comes back behind home plate. One away, top of the fourth. The Mets are playing their infield back. At short and second base. Boyer even with a bag at third. Crane for holding against the very fast runner at first. And the first pitch is popped up in the infield. Jerry Grody in foul territory. Boyer in foul territory. And Boyer makes the call and the catch for the second out. So the Mets get a big out as they get Maxville on one pitch. And now the batter will be Al Jackson. single to left field and drove in a run his first time up. His second run batted in this year and he's now batting at 385 with five hits and 13 times up. High ball game 4-4 and the Cardinals with runners at first and third. Two men out. Top of the fourth. Jackson being played straight away. He's a left-hand batter. Outfield is not deep. Bird flying around inside the ballpark. And the first pitch is strike one. It's easy to pick it out. It's a, looks like a white seagull. And with a light here in shade, it really stands out. Came right down over the infield. He's bringing a couple of bond, bond drives down. A hard swing and a miss. Strike two as Bamed gets a fastball by. Up out of the strike zone. 
Ware guarding against the possible bunt for a base in the third. He's in the head of the bag at third base. Two strike count, and now LeMay back again. The pitch is swung on and fouled back. Fastball again, up around the letters. And on the pitch, Gary Grody had moved out as though he were looking for a pitch out. And Eddie Cranepool, who was off of the bag at first, was back to the bag. So maybe a sign missed. Now remains a strike two. Wouldn't have made much difference. Javier was not off of the bag at first. He could not have picked him off. Now a throw to first base, and Javier, who was moving towards second, had to crawl back in. Got to watch him. He's a good base runner. Set four solo bases this year in seven attempts. Two strike count. Again a throw to first, but this time he gets back in standing up with no tag. LeMay working with runners at first and third. Two strike count on Al Jackson. And now the right-hander sets again. The runner's going. The pitch a curveball. Swung on and missed. Strike three, and Hefley towers his side. So LeMay coming in to do the job as a fireman, getting the side out in the top of the fourth. One run on two hits off Jack Hamilton. One hit off LeMay for a total of three. No errors and two men left on. And the score at the end of three and a half innings. The Cardinals for the Mets four. Armour Garage proudly announces the arrival of its fifth annual interior week. Stop in at the corner of Central and Colvin in Albany and see the full interior line. Treat yourself to a test drive and experience the quiet ride, the elegant interiors, and the luxurious extras that are standard equipment on these beauties. Let the Armory salesman show you how you can own an Imperial for far less than you expect. Armory's volume is one reason why they can put you behind the wheel of the newest luxury car in a decade at the lowest possible price. Used car sales are up, and Armory will give you top trade on your present car. Another reason why smart car buyers check Armory first. Learn how you can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, where terms are tailored to suit your budget. Or learn how you can lease the new Imperial at Armory. Isn't it time you experience the luxury, the prestige of a precision-built automobile? Stop in at Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, Albany, during Imperial Week for the best buy on Imperial 67, the newest prestige car in a decade. Bottom half of the fourth inning, the score tied 4-4. Four four. The Mets got off to a four-run lead in the Grand Slam home run by starting pitcher Jack Hamilton. Cardinals came back to tie it up with three runs in the third and a run in the fourth. Final run coming on a home run by Orlando Cepeda. Ron Swoboda will lead off for the Mets here in the fourth. Ron was out back to the mound his first time up, but that's not the whole story. He almost pitched Al Jackson in the center field with it. Al made a great play on it. To knock it down, he then scrambled to pick it up and threw him out. For a moment, it looked like Al might be out of the ballgame. And the first pitch this time to Swoboda's inside the ball. Ron batting 241 with one home run and four runs batted in. It'll be Ron Swoboda, Ken Boyer, and Jerry Grody against Al Jackson. Al has given up four runs, allowed three hits. He picked back a hard swing in the midst of the fastball over the outside part of the plate. One ball, one strike. On the message board, the sign out saying, Throw tennis tourney at the Garden. June 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th with Labor and Rosewall. Now a swing and a ground ball foul, one and two. Semis and finals will be at 7.30 on the 9th and 10th. 
One and two. Runs for both of the batters. And now Jackson drives back again, and the pitch is a curve, breaking down too low and inside. Two balls, two strikes. Ron has had 13 hits and 54 times up this year. He has scored eight runs. He's hit three doubles, one triple, one home run. And Jackson at 2-2, and the pitch is swung on and fouled over by the St. Louis Cardinals dugout. So the count remains, two balls and two strikes. Cincinnati defeated Philadelphia 5-2 to today. The Cubs beat the Dodgers 20-3. to Two games still going. Pittsburgh at Atlanta. No score after three. San Francisco-Houston. It's one nothing San Francisco after three. Now the next pitch outside, and it's ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Detroit beat the Yankees 3-1. to Cleveland beat Boston 5-3. to Baltimore beat Washington 4-3. to and after six, Kansas City seven, the White Sox three. And the next pitch is low, and it's ball four. And the Mets have the go-ahead run at first base with no one out here in the bottom half of the fourth. That'll bring up Ken Boyer, who is 36 years old today. And with that, action again in the bullpen for the Cardinals. again, Nelson Vile starting to throw in the bullpen. He has been up three times. One time in the second, one time in the third, and now again here in the fourth. And the first pitch to Boyer is a foul tip into the glove, strike one. That walk given up by Jackson, his third in this ball game. The other two cost him two runs. They came ahead of a grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton. Second hit in the history of the Mets by a pitcher. Carl Woolley hit the first one. Ground ball by the third baseman in the left field of base hit. Ron Sabota goes to second base and holds there, and Boyer's on with a base hit. So Ken celebrates his 36th birthday with a base hit. And the Mets have runners at first and second with no one out, and Jerry Grody up. Coming out from the dugout, out to the pitcher's mouth. That's getting their fourth base hit. They had two in the second when they scored four runs. A double by Tommy Davis, a grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton. They had one hit in the third when Eddie Cranepool kept his hitting streak going. He has hit in 13 consecutive ball games. And now they're fourth here in the fourth, and that knocks Al Jackson out of the box for the second time this year as far as the Mets are concerned. And Nelson Bryles is coming in the ballgame, a right-hander. Al Jackson closing his book, pitching three fullings, being charged with four runs, four hits. He struck out one batter and walked three. And Al Jackson going out the same way as Jack Hamilton after three full innings of work and with four runs against him. So the ball game is still up for grabs. The runners at first and second will be his responsibility as Nelson Bryles comes in. And let's check the details on those scores we just gave you. All right, Ralph, in the National League this afternoon, the Cincinnati Reds 5-2 over the Philadelphia Phillies, and young Gary Nolan started for the Cincinnati Reds, but he was relieved by Jerry Arrigo in the fourth inning. 
And Arrigo allowed only one hit in the remaining six innings. Got credit for the victory. He is now a record of four wins and no losses. Jerry Arrigo, who last year came from the Reds to the Mets and went back to the Reds. Grant Jackson started and just a loss for the field. Dick Farrell in the sixth, Pedro Ramos in the ninth, and Dick Ellsworth in the ninth. And the Chicago Cubs rolled over the Los Angeles Dodgers at Wrigley Field by a score of 20 to 3. Kenny Holtzman went all the way to get the win. He has won five and lost none, and he goes into the Army on Monday. Claude Osteen started and took the loss for the Dodgers. He is five and three now. Joe Moore in the third, Dick Egan in the fourth, and Lee in the sixth. Alpha Phillips homered in the second with two on. Ron Fairley homered in the fourth with none on. Al Ferrara had two home runs, one in the fourth, one in the sixth. Both coming with nobody on base. Randy Hunley had a grand slammer, and Glenn Beckett had a home run in the eighth with nobody on. Tonight in Atlanta, at the end of three and a half innings, the Pittsburgh Pirates won, the Atlanta Braves nothing. Bob Field over Dick Kelly, Roberto Clemente hit the home run to put the Pirates ahead. And at the end of three innings tonight, the Giants won Houston nothing. Juan Maris yelling and save Justice. Ollie Brown opened in the second with nobody on for the Giants. Over the American League, the Detroit Tigers today beat the Yankees 3-1. Denny McLean all the way for the win. Al Downing took the loss. Mickey Mantle hit the seventh home run of the season and the 503rd of his career. Dick McCullough, home for Detroit, his fifth. Cleveland beat Boston 5-3. to three. Steve Bailey over Don McMahon. Jose Askew and Chuck Hinton had homers. Hinton's coming with a uh, man on in the 10th inning to give Cleveland the victory. Baltimore beat Washington 4-3. to three. Dave McNally over Joe Coleman. Bruce Powell had a homer and Frank Howard had two. At the end of six innings, Kansas City is leading Chicago 5-3. to three, And Minnesota plays California tonight on the coast in a later start. But we are set to go here and once again, Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsey Nelson and Nelson Brown. Set to go against Jerry Grody. Runners at first and second, no one out. The score tied 4-4. The Cardinals looking for Grody to bunt. The on-deck batter for the Mets will be Bud Harrelson. Wiles, the right-hander, 5'11", 195 pounds. His record this year, one win, no losses. This is his 12th appearance. And the first six to Grody is bunted perfectly down to third. He might beat it out. And the ball is doubled by Shannon. But I doubt very much if he could have thrown him out at first. It was that good a bunt. The runners move up. The Mets have the bases loaded with Bud Harrelson scheduled up. He has been called back, and we might have a pinch hitter. Bunt was down to third base, and Shannon, who had to wait for a second to see whether or not the ball would come to him or the pitcher would field it, finally had to make his mind up. He came in, and in trying to hurry the play, he couldn't find the handle. Now we're going to have a pinch hitter, Bob Johnson, batting for shortstop Bud Harrelson. Bud had fouled out his first time up in the ball game with the bases loaded. And so right here with the score four to four, Bob Johnson is coming in to pinch it for Bud Harrelson. Johnson, a right-hand batter, hitting 333. He has driven in three runs, and he has hit well against the St. Louis Cardinals. He got his first hit, a two-base hit, against the Cardinals. They're playing their infield back at short and second base. Orlando Cepeda is in ahead of the runner at first. And now Nelson Browse with the first pitch is hit off the hands foul.
ball and strike one. That's again, bases loaded. He's in the set position. The curveball is too low. One and one. Last year, Nelson Browse pitched some good ball as far as his ERA was concerned. But he had a record of 4-15 and 15 in 49 ball games. This year, one and all. He's working from the stretch to guard against a possible squeeze. And now, the 1-1 delivery. Curve up too high. Two balls, one strike. They're both and going. Pitchers beyond deck batter. And Browse again from the stretch position, and the ball is fouled off. It's two and two. Bill Dennehy throwing in the bullpen for the Mets. Four four ball game, no one out. Bottom half of the fourth, the base is loaded for the Mets. The count two balls on two strikes on pinch hitter Bob Johnson. Ryle shakes his head very severely on the first set of signs. Now goes yes. He's set. And the pitch. It is hit out to right field. Shallow right. Roger Maris charging in. He's there. And Roger makes the catch. Roboda comes down the line and holds up as Maris fires the ball in. Cepeda cuts it off, and Roboda has to dive back into third. There was no throw made. Now the runners stay at their bases. The bola hustling down the line, hoping that he might be able to go, but then seeing that he couldn't when Maris made that strong throw in. It was right on line, cut off by Cepeda. He had no chance. And the Cardinals get their first out. The pitchers do up Jack LeMade, but he has gone back from the hitting circle. And it looks like the Mets are going for a pinch hitter. Base is still loaded. One man away. Bottom half of the fourth. And Al Luplo is now coming out. Cardinals have Hal Woodichek in the bullpen throwing a left-hander. And Red Changes comes out now to the pitcher's mound. is in the game officially. McCarver, James and Nelson Bryles talking at the pitching mound. Wittichek has been drawing. He's warm. But Red is going to let the right-hand pitcher pitch to Al Lupo, a left-hand batter. Lupo batting 215. He had a home run. In last night's ball game against Bob Gibson, it was his third this year. Ron Swoboda at third base, Ken Boyer at second base. Jerry Grody at first, one away. Wiles again from the set position. Not taking a wind-up with the bases loaded. And the pitch to Lupo is a curve over a call strike. Ball breaking over the inside part of the plate, just about waist high. After Al Lupo, the scheduled batter will be Cleon Jones. 
One strike count. Wiles again set. And the fifth. Fastball high and away. One ball, one strike. This ball game has seen just about everything. That's at a 4 nothing lead. And it was got to 4-3 to three and then evened out at 4-4. Four, four. Now the Mets have a chance to go out in front. Bases loaded. Wild sets up. And the pitch to Lupo is popped up in foul territory. It's going back and out of play. Ball going in the stands about 15 rows up, and the count goes to one and two. Bill Dennehy throwing in the bullpen for the Mets will be their next pitcher. This ball batting for Jack LeMay. Jack works to four batters. Gave up a base hit, allowed no runs. Struck out, two. One and two, and Wild sets again. Here's the pitch to Lidlow, and it popped up in foul territory again back by the Mets dugout, and again, it is going out of play in just about the same area. Lutlow falls a strike and the guy remains one and two. New ball put in play and Nelson Browse rubs the shine off of it. Cardinals playing their infield back. He's driven in three runs this year. He's had nine hits and 72 times up. Infield back all the way around. Two men away, bottom half of the fourth. A walk, a single, and an error over up the bases, but a fly ball to shallow right and a strikeout has given the Cardinals two out. Now a ground ball bounced by. First baseman in foul territory, strike one. called in with Ron Sobota on at second base and Ken Boyer at first. A walk and a single. A good bunt by Jerry Grody and an error by the third baseman on a questionable play. Loaded up the bases, but then Bryles got Bob Johnson to fly out the shallow right field. He then struck out Al Lupo on a great curve. Now has one strike on Cleon Jones. And the next delivery is high, a ball. 1-1. One, one. 
Leon has had one home run this year. One two-base hit. He led all the Met batters in spring training. Batting right at 385. Now at 1-1. Ryle sets up. Still in the set position. And the pitch back is tossed up. Orlando Cepeda coming down the line in foul territory. He is under the ball. He makes the catch and that retires aside. And Nelson Bryles, with a great job of relief pitching, keeps the Mets at bay. In the inning, no runs, one hit, one error. One walk and three men left on. And the score at the end of four, the Mets four, the Cardinals four. And now, once again, here's Lindsey Nelson. All right, Ralph, and first we're going to step out for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Driving to work in the morning or coming home at night? Join me, Bill Edwardson, 7 to 10 a.m., 3 to 6 p.m. on the Big Bright Sound here on WGY Connection. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Conner and Bob Murphy here at Shea Stadium in New York. And we'd like to remind you that a big, big night will be Saturday night, July 8th here, the annual Old Timers Night. And this year, the Old Timers Night will be staged as a tribute to former Met President George Weiss. The theme will be the 1960 Yankees, representing Weiss's American League valedictory, and the 1962 Mets, representing his first National League entry. And in keeping, a number of outstanding personalities who have been connected with George Weiss will be invited. Joe DiMaggio, Casey Stengel, Joe McCarthy, Charlie Keller, Bill Dickey, and the latest two entries into the Hall of Fame, Red Ruffing, Lloyd Wainer. The 1960 array of Yankees included the likes of Yogi Berra, Bobby Richardson, Gil McDougal, Bobby Schatz, Bob Shirley, Ryan Duran, Ed Lopez. And the 1962 Mets included the likes of Marv Thronberry, Rod Keneal, Gil Hodges, Frank Thomas, Charlie Neal, Jay Hook, Don Zimmer, and even Ed Cranbrook. The game will proceed, the regularly scheduled game of that night, the Mets and the Atlanta Braves. Last year, Old Timers Night attracted a Shea attendance of 50,306, so get your tickets early. Saturday night, July 8th, tickets are now on sale. Bob Johnson stays in the ballgame at shortstop now. He is batting number eight. Al Luplo stays in the ballgame and plays center field. He's batting number nine. Bill Denny, he comes in to do the pitching, and he bats leadoff in place of Cleon Jones, who comes out of the ballgame. Up to leadoff for the Cardinals, Lou Brock, the leadoff man in the batting order. Bill Denny, he's making his fifth appearance, his first in relief. He's 0-4, and this is first major league season. Pitches outside for a ball. Brock, nothing for two, been up twice, grounded out both times. Now swinging a ground ball to second, a big hop up to Buchak, and he plays it on out of Craneville. One away for the Cards, batting in the top half of the fifth. Jack LeMay pitched an inning in which he allowed no runs, one hit, he struck out two, and he walked none. Pitchers of record to the pitchers in the ball game right now with a score tied 4-4. Kurt Flood, a right-hand batter, and the pitch is low and away for a ball.
Bill Dunney takes the sign from Jerry Grody and pitches in there for a call strike. It's one and one. Roger Maris on deck for the St. Louis Cardinals. Mets had a four-run lead on Jack Hamilton's grand slam. Homer, but the Cards got three in the third and one in the fourth to tie it. Here's a ground ball up the middle, and Johnson ranges over up with a place the first in time for the out. Bob Johnson with a flashy fielding play, ranging far to his left, loved the ball, and in full flight flew on the crane pool for the out. And now Roger Maris is coming up. You know, the month of May is be nice to your favorite bartender, Mark, so why don't you buy lots of wine gold from him during National Tavern Month? is one for two. Pitches in for a call strike. Drove in a run with a single right in the third and took the wide turn and when the third of the plate was cut off he was caught in a rundown. Swing and a miss. Two strikes now to Roger Maris. Connecticut. Bill Dennehy bearing down in relief for the Mets. Mets have the defense pulled around toward right, playing Roger Maris to pull the ball. Here's a breaking pitch low, and it's one and two. Orlando Cepeda is waiting on deck. Here's a one-two offering, and it's low, so the count's even at two and two now to Maris. Second game of a three-game series between the Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals. Final game comes tomorrow afternoon. Game time is 2 p.m. Here's a breaking pitch hit on the ground. Foul back at first. Dick Sussler, the Cardinal coach at first, knocks it down. Now picks it up. A beautiful baseball night at Shea Stadium. Maris settling himself back into the batter's box. to take the sign from Grody and the 2-2 delivery swung on and foul back a group of fans came in tonight with New York Yankee buttons on their clothing and we were talking to a few of them who said that they came over specifically to see Roger Maris perform part of the Roger Maris fan club here's a 2-2 pitch and it's high and the count is full at 3-2 Getting set for a payoff pitch to Maris. And it's on the way. Hit high into the air to left field. Tommy Davis goes back to the edge of the warning track, sets up, waits, and makes the catch. So that is out in order. No runs, no hits, no runs, none left. Score in the middle of the fifth is Cardinals four, the Mets four. Say, why don't you be different? Most people buy six packs of beer. Why don't you buy a six-pack of beer mug? Nice, cold, glass beer mug. Filled with nice, cold Rheingold. We call it the Chugga Mug, which is a fancy way of saying beer by the glass to go. 
just the thing for the ball game or the lake or when you're settled down in front of your TV set. All you have to do is pull the tab on the cap, toss down a nice cold glass of Rheingold, and toss away the mug. There's no deposit. Look for the special chugger mug display at your local stores in New York and New Jersey. Rheingold chugger mug, the only beer that comes in a mug you don't have to wash. kept his consecutive game hitting streak alive at 13 with a base hit in the bottom of the third. He's one for two tonight. And he's hitting 366 for the season. Left-hand batter facing right-hand pitcher Nelson Bryles working in relief of Al Jackson for the St. Louis Cardinals. The breaking pitch is hit high out of the air into left center. Kurt Flood comes over. Brock's there, too. Who's going to take it? All right, Flood takes it. But Brock just at his elbow, and there's one away. Jerry Booth checks the batter. I am not the person hit into a double play so far tonight. Al Jackson, who started for the Cardinals, cannot be the winner or loser. He worked three innings and faced two men in the fourth, charged with four runs on four hits, struck out one walk three. And Browns came on to put out fire. Had the bases loaded with nobody out and did not score in the bottom of the fourth. There's a fastball in there for a called strike. Tommy Davis is waiting on deck for the Mets. Strike one pitch. Foul back into the seats and out of play. Lou Brock plays a deep left field with Buchek up there. Looks into Tim McCarver for a sign. Gets it, and here's a two-strike delivery. Missing outside. It's one and two. Tomorrow, Ray Washburn for the St. Louis Cardinals against Don Cardwell of the New York Mets. Then Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night, the Los Angeles Dodgers are here. Breaking pitch. Hit on the ground. Fair ball inside the bag. It's cleared and on down into the left field corner. Buchek rounds first, he's digging for second, and he is in there standing with a double. As Brock comes up with the ball, his throw comes to third for Buchek, his first double of the season. Coming with one man out here, scores Todd in the bottom half of the third. He slammed that one between third baseman Mike Shannon and the bag. Ken Burkhardt, the umpire third, had a little bit of trouble getting the sign made property because he was getting out of the way of the ball. And had to turn his body around completely to indicate fair ball. A Carver calls time goes to the mound for a word with Bile. Now he's coming back. Tommy Davis 
Here's the runner. He doubled and later scored in the second inning. Right out to right field in the third. Davis is batting 317 for the Mets. second. Bryles working off the stretch here. Check the runner. Here's a pitch to the right-hand batter, and it is low for a ball. Cardinals four runs on five hits. The Mets four runs on five hits. be a 1-0 delivery. And it's right in there for a call strike. One and one to Tommy Davis with Ron Swoboda waiting around on deck. the pitch. It's a little low, and it's two and one to Davis. He gets clean up and manager West Western's met batting order. This will be a two-one offering. Davis outside the batter's box now takes a little stroll around. Now comes back in. Cardinals defensively play Davis to go to the opposite field. The big gap is between Flood and Brock. This will be a 2-2 delivery. Strike three. Browse caught Tommy Davis looking. Second strikeout for Browse. Second out of the inning for the Mets. Buczek holds it second, and Ron Swoboda comes up. Nothing for one and a walk tonight. But in the second inning, he slammed a line shot right back to Al Jackson, who was protecting himself more than anything else when he knocked it down. Then he scrambled to the ball and threw Swoboda out at first base. play the same defensive setup on Swoboda that they did on Tommy Davis. Shading him a little toward right. Pitches inside for a ball. That's with Nelson Bryles in there. You figure that uh, they won't be getting around too well on him. Luchak is second with two men out. Score tied 4-4. One old pitch, swung on and hit on the ground for second, and it hits the umpire at second base. It is in play, and now hung up between third and home is Buczek, and he is tagged out at the plate. It's a base hit for Swoboda as the ball hit on by Frank Sikori. It is in play, a base hit for 
Swoboda, and then Buczek went out at the plate. He went out 6-5-2. And so the side is retired. No run, two hits, no errors, one left. And the score at the end of five full innings is Cardinals four in the Mets four. And now... Omni Garage Albany is celebrating its fifth annual Imperial Week with the largest selection ever of new and used Imperials at unbelievably low prices. Omni's Art Neat invites you to test drive any one of the top condition, late model used Imperials that are ready to go. You can choose from two and four door sedans, many equipped with the exclusive Imperial Extras. Trade up now at Omri and receive top dollar for your present car. Chances are it will more than cover the down payment on a mint condition late model Imperial. Omri's on the spot financing assures fast service. You can buy, sign, and pay at Omri, home of 101 time payment plans. You'll be impressed with the prestige and practicality of owning an Imperial from Omri. Now's the time to save on the big comfort, style, and performance during Imperial Week. Drive into Imperial Headquarters this week. Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, in Albany. After much consultation, the umpires are ordering the Cardinals back onto the field. On the interpretation of the rule that as the ball hit the umpire, it was dead at that point and not in play. It is a base hit for Luflo, but the ball at that point was dead, and Buczek has to go back to second. So the Mets have runners at first and second. Jane Nish has been protesting, Schultz has been protesting, Sisler has been protesting, but the Cardinals have been ordered back onto the field. The ball was dead, no advance possible, and now West Western goes over to talk also to the umpires. Buczek is ordered back to second, Swoboda's on at first. So, it is a base hit, the ball is dead. Under ruling 10-5, section E on base hit, when a fair ball, which has not been touched by a fielder, such as a runner or an umpire, a base hit shall be scored. But the ball also is dead. Buczek could not advance because the ball was dead. So now it is Boyer up, two men up, two men on. Score tied 4-4. Four, four. Cardinals back on the field. Boyer in and waiting. Nelson Brown taking a sign from McCarver. It's a swing and a drive down the left field line, and it should be in there, and it is, and it's going to the corner. One runner scores, Swoboda holds it third, Boyer goes to second, and the Mets are out in front by a score of five to four. That is the 300th double of his career. Double number 300 in his career for Boyer. Second, Swoboda went to third. Warriors at second. 
outfield, two men out, and Jerry Grody's coming up. Once again, the umpire's interpretation of the ball hit by Svoboda, which hit umpire Frank Sikori at second base. A base hit for Svoboda. The ball was dead. Buchek could not advance. And although at the time it was played as though it were in play, and the play was made at the plate, and he was tagged out, and the call was made out, the umpires, after the Cardinals left the field, ordered them back onto the field. And so the Mets now have run as a second and third after having picked up a run. The Mets lead 5-4. And here is the pitch to Grody. A breaking ball in there for a called strike. Boyer is at third base. The boy is at second base. And Fumoto is at third base. Again, looks for his side. Pitch misses way outside. We're still in the bottom half of the fifth inning. And a one-two pitch to Grody. Curveball hits deep to left. The folks 
song, oh dear, the jokes are jokier, with the bottom radio alive. And Mike Shannon is on deck. The 1 0 delivery. Low, and then he goes behind 2 0. Here's a 2 0 pitch. Hit on the ground towards first. Crane pool. Over, up with it, goes to the bag, and just in time to get a speeding McCarver at first base. Two away, and now it's Mike Shannon. Live to the right and struck out swinging. Shannon's a right-hand batter. 
Hitting 333 for the season. After a great start this year. Is a swing and a high infield pop. At third base, Moya moves toward the mound. Right up on the mound, he makes the catch. Side is out in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the middle of the sixth, the Mets five, the Cardinals four. And here's Edie Gourmet to sound a high note for Plymouth's big bonus sale. This is Edie Gourmet. You know, Plymouth dealers have been winning people over like mad. So you think they take a breather about now. Uh-uh. They're throwing a big bonus sale. It's really the big sale of the year, Edie. Plymouth dealers are offering specially equipped Fury, Belvedere, and Baggett models with special equipment at specially reduced prices. Winning deals on the wild new Barracudas, too. See them now during Plymouth's big bonus sale. Follow your Inning, Bob Johnson is up to lead off for the Mets. Nelson Browse on the mounds of the St. Louis Cardinals. Johnson's been up one time as a pinch hitter for Bud Harrelson in the fourth inning, and he flied out to right field. Curveball is right in there for a called strike. Johnson and Al Luplo will use as pinch hitters with the bases loaded, nobody out in the bottom of the fourth, and both stayed in the ballgame. The Mets did not score at that time. And a curveball misses outside now. It's one and one. Browse is working in relief of starter Al Jackson. Breaking pitch again, and this time in the dirt. Two and one. This will be a two-one delivery, and it's on the way. Get on the ground, toward the hole in the left, and it's gone through for a base hit. Lou Brock is up with the ball, plays it back. Johnson turns and holds it first. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. And the match shall be filled with music Monday through Friday, 6.35 to midnight on the big bright sound of WGY Selection. Al Canner, Chase Stadium in New York. The New York Mets are leading the St. Louis Cardinals 5-4. Mets have Bob Johnson on his first, and now Luplo is up. Left-hand batter facing a right-hand pitcher. Cepeda holds against the runner at first. Biles deals a pitch. Luplo watches low for ball one. A final score. In the American League, the Chicago White Sox have lost the game, and that's news these days. The Kansas City A's nine, the Chicago White Sox four. Paul Lindblad got the win in relief of Catfish Hunter. Dennis Higgins in relief of Tommy John took the loss.
Here's a 1-0 pitch, swung on and missed, and the bat slips out of the hands of Luplo and goes into the Mets dugout. Dick Hughes and Hal Wittichick are throwing in the bullpen now for the Cardinals. Right-hander Dick Hughes, left-hander Hal Wittichick. Luplo is doing a little work with the pine tar rag on the handle of the bat, make it a little easier to hang on to. of one and one to Luplo. Pitcher Bill Dunahee's on deck. Now the one one six. And it's low for a ball. Two and one to Luplo. Leon Jones started in center field tonight. Right hand batter against starting Cardinal pitcher. Left hander Al Jackson. Johnson leads it first. 2-1 delivery. Let up, and it's low. So it's three balls and one strike. Now to Luplo, and he looks down to Salty Parker at third to see if there's anything on here, see if he's taking. Wind dripping the flag out toward right at the moment. Johnson leads at first base. And the pitch is in for a call strike. It's full now at 3-2. Johnson bluffed to start at first. Luplo watched the pitch in for a call strike. So it's out full at 3-2 and two with nobody out. Mets leading 5-4. Wynn has picked up velocity now toward right field. Runner goes and it's inside. Luplo draws a walk. Johnson pulls up safely at second. Well, the Mets have on his first and second. Nobody out in Denny. He is coming up in a sacrifice situation. He is 0 for 4 in his first Major League season at the plate. That's the first walk issued by Nelson Browns, who has struck out three. Dolly Parker came down for a little direct communication with Dennehy. Mike Shannon and Al Maxwell come over to the mound now for a word with Nelson Browns about how they will play a possible butt. Base runner Bob Johnson comes over for a word with Charlie Parker. Johnson comes from second all the way down to his third base for that consultation. Now Mike Shannon, the third baseman for the Cardinals, is in on the edge of the grass. Maxwell hanging around the bag at second. Cepeda comes in on the edge of the grass at first. Javier ready to go to first to cover there. Now Shannon moves way in. The fadeaway, and here's a pickoff attempt, and it is off the shin of Maxwell and going into center field. And being held at third base is runner Bob Johnson, and going to second is Luplo. Well, the card set their defense, but got mixed up on a pickoff attempt. As Bob wheeled and threw, but now Maxwell was not at the bag. The ball bounded off the ground, off the shins, off into left center field, and the Mets threw the runners up a base. So, a little confusion there. On the pickoff attempt, and the official scorer has charged an error on Nelson Viles on the throw. And here comes Red Chainbench, the Cardinal manager, out of the dugout. Walking slowly, looking down to his 
bullpen where he has Dick Hughes and Hal Wittichick. And he is at the mound now talking to Nelson Browse. The Mets have runners at second and third with pitcher Bill Dennehy up there. Sign has gone down to the bullpen, so that's all for Nelson Bryles. We'll have a pitching change here. Some of the crowd getting up for a stretch. A fine Saturday night crowd on hand here, 30,990. The paid attendance, 29,079. Date night, 1,214. Press and service, 701. A total crowd of 30,990. The pitcher getting to ride in on the electric card is Dick Hughes. Making his 11th appearance of the season. He had two starts, the others in relief. He has won one and he has lost one so far this year. And as he comes in to warm up to bring us up to date on scores, here's Bob Murphy. All right, Lindsay, this afternoon, Cincinnati, from Philadelphia, 5 to 2. Ex-Met Jerry Arrigo won his fourth game of the year without a loss. He relieved 18-year-old Gary Nolan in the fourth inning. And Arrigo put six innings in relief and allowed no runs and just one hit. The loser was Grant Jackson, the starter. He now is 2-2. Two two. The big story in baseball today was written at Wrigley Field, where the Chicago Cubs trounced the Los Angeles Dodgers by a score of 20-3. to three. The Cubs had 20 runs, 14 hits. The Dodgers three runs, seven hits, and two errors. Ken Holtzman won his fifth game without a loss. And he is due to join the Army on May 22nd, just two days away. And his absence is certainly going to be felt in Chicago. Claude Osteen was the starter and losing pitcher. At the end of the fourth inning, the Cubs were out in front 12 to nothing, and they just kept building it up. Home runs from the ball game for Chicago. Adolfo Phillips, a three-run homer. Randy Hundley hit a grand slam, and Glenn Beckert hit a home run. For the Dodgers, Al Ferreira hit two home runs, and Ron Fairley hit a home run. So all three Dodger runs came on home runs. Tonight, Pittsburgh 5, Atlanta nothing at the end of 6. Beal against Kelly, Flaminia home run. The Giants lead Houston 1 to nothing after 5 and a half. We... All right, Bob, thank you very much. The Cardinals play the infield in now. The Mets have runners at second and third. Bill Dennehy is up there. And here is the pitch by Dick Hughes. Swung out and missed. Strike one. Bill Dennehy swung himself all balanced that time. The Mets are leading by a score of five to four. And they're batting with nobody out here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Dick Hughes came on in relief of Bob Gibson last night in the ninth inning after Gibson walked the leadoff man. Hughes came in to relieve and retired three consecutive batters to end the ball game. Bob Johnson is at third, Al Luplo is at second, and the pitch. Low for ball, it's one and one now to Dunahy. Ed Cranville waiting on deck for the Mets. They've got Hal Woodychick, the left-hander, still working down there in the bullpen. Again, off the stretch. The pitch, low. Two balls and one strike to Dennehy. Ron Willis 
The right-hander is up and throwing down there also, along with Woodchick. Pitches outside for a ball, and here is a lusty shot of let go match. Lindsay Duffer. Thank you very much, Bob Murphy. And has just scored two runs off Juan Marichal 
in the last of the sixth inning. And now it's Houston 2 and the Giants 1 at the end of six. And that ball game, Marichal is trying to win his seventh straight. And Dave Jesse is trying to win his first ball game of the year as he pitches for the Houston Astros. Now, how would a stick has taken over the pitching? As Lindsay mentioned earlier, there's been enough action in this ball game already tonight to fill you in for about four days. And we're about set to turn to more of it. And once again, Lindsay Dawson. Thank you very much, Bob Murphy. Now, Woodyshick is warmed up. Ed Crane Bull, a left-hand batter, steps in to face the left-hand pitcher. And that time the base is loaded. Bob Johnson is at third. Al Luplo is at second. Bill Dennehy is at first. Nobody out for the Mets batting in the bottom of the six. The Mets are in front in the ball game, five to four. Crane Bull. That's the corner of the plate. He's one for three tonight. Here's the pitch. It is a check swing, and the pitch is high for a ball. He swung it around there, but checked it in time to slay down by Ed Vargo. So it's ball on the Cranville. Keeping shot on motion by Wittichick. And here's a clear drive into right center field. And one run is scored. Ripley is on the third. He comes on to score. Then he goes to third. He's held up. Cranville stands at second with a double and two runs started in. And that's lead by a score of seven to four.
So we're going to have the fourth Cardinal pitcher of this inning taking the ride in very shortly as Harold Woodichick has been in this game for a long time and he's not going to wait. He heads for the dugout right now. He was brought in specifically to pitch the left-hand batter at Cranville and Cranville slammed a double. So here comes Ron Willis into the game, making his 13th appearance, all in relief. He has a record of one win and no losses. He worked against the Mets last weekend in St. Louis for an inning in which he gave him no runs, two hits. He saved the game for Nelson Bile. Whittichick goes out without retiring anybody. He is charged with a run already, responsible for the two runners on board. He gave up two hits on an intentional walk, struck out nobody. The book is closed on Bryles. He worked two innings and the two men in the next. Allowed three runs on four hits, struck out three and walked one. Ron Willis from Memphis, Tennessee is in the ball game. Matter of fact, the Cardinals in recent years have been going rather heavily on Memphis, Tennessee. Tim McCarver from Memphis, Bill Gagliano from Memphis, Ron Willis from Memphis down the river. To this point in the war game, and we are in the bottom half of the sixth inning, the Mets have nine runs on ten hits and no errors. Cardinals have four runs, five hits, two errors. The third and concluding game of this set will be played tomorrow afternoon. Game time is 2 p.m., a single game on Sunday afternoon. Ron Cardwell for the Mets and Ray Washburn for the St. Louis Cardinals. Fine turnout of some 30,000 on hand here at Chase Stadium tonight. Following last night's crowd of some 33,000. There are plenty of tickets available for tomorrow afternoon's game here at Chase Stadium. And then the Dodgers come in. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Thursday is an off day, and then the Atlanta Braves are in. Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and that'll be a ladies' day next Saturday afternoon. And then a big Sunday doubleheader here. That'll be the 28th, a week from tomorrow. Now we're set to go. Nobody out for the Mets. Runners at first and second. Ron Promoter up to face right-hand pitcher Ron Willis. Jerry Bluchak at second, Tommy Davis at first. for the pitch and it is high as Swoboda shortened up on the batter so to bump the ball. Nobody out for the Mets leading 9-4. to four. Ken Boyer is on deck. The Mets have a five-run lead but keep in mind they had a four-run lead at the end of the second inning. And it went glimmering as the Cards got three in the third and one in the fourth to tie it. Now the pitch and it's outside. Again, Svoboda shortened up his other butt, and Cannon came charging in from third and Tomato from first. Art Friedman has been delving into the little red book, and the most pitches used in an inning by one club is five. By many clubs, the last was Philadelphia, the National League against Pittsburgh, September 18, 1965. 
the ninth inning. Here's the pitch in for a call strike. Willis is the fourth pitcher that the Cardinals have used in this inning. Two and one now to Ron Svoboda. Joe Hunter still throwing in the bullpen. It is bunted foul. The Pedro and Shannon both charging, and the ball is bunted right down into the net and bounded right back up against the body of Ron Svoboda as he stood in the batter's box. So the count is level him at 2-2. Buchek returns to second. Tommy Davis returns to first. Buchek's had a pair of doubles in this ballgame tonight. Boyer waiting there on deck had hit has had the 300th double of his career last time up. Brown Willis takes the side, catch the runners. 2-2 delivery. Swung on and missed. He gets the strikeout. Kubota tried to check it at the last moment. One away for the Mets. Ken Boyer is about a two for two and a walk. Boyer stepping into the batter's box. This pitch is low for a ball. Gary Grody swinging back lustily on deck. That runner is leading at first and second with one away. The 1-0 pitch to Boyer. Runner's going. The pitch is low and away to third to third. And Bertrand is out at third. Davis moves up to second. Two away. Adam Gore and the pitch was low and away. So it goes 2-5 on Burchek. Davis moving up to second. Two men out now on account of two balls and no strikes to Ken Boyer at the plate. Willie takes the side from McCarver. Two-row delivery, outside. Down to Boyer now, it's three and all. Tommy Davis leading at second. Three-oh pitch. And there for a call strike, Boyer was taking it three and one. Nine, the Cardinals four. Now Willis steps off the rubber, turns his back to the plate, takes off his glove and is rubbing up the ball. Just taking a little breather before getting set to work three and one to Ken Boyer with two men out. Low and away and Boyer draws a walk. Here's the Mets on his first and second, and here comes Ed Charles out to run for Ken Boyer. Ed Charles at first base running for Boyer, and will probably stay in the game at third base. At first base, 
against the Cardinals in St. Louis. Now Grody is in and waiting. Runners lead first and second. There's a swing and a ground ball at second. Javier bobbles at the moment. Can't find the handle and the bases are loaded. Javier knocks the ball down, could not pick it up, and so the bases are loaded. An error charged against Javier on the play, so they're loaded up for Bob Johnson with two men out. The Mets have batted the Ryan Johnson coming up for his second time in the inning. He singles, opening up the sixth inning for the Mets. Johnson's a right-hand batter. It's a swing and a drive towards second, and it's second on the ground by Javier. He plays over the first in time, and the side is out. So the Mets pick up four runs on three hits, two errors, and three men left. And the score at the end of six full innings is the Mets nine and the Cardinals four. And here's Bob. Omni Garage Albany is celebrating its fifth annual Imperial Week with the largest selection ever of new and used Imperials at unbelievably low prices. Omni's Art Neat invites you to test drive any one of the top condition, late model used Imperials that are ready to go. You can choose from two- and four-door sedans, many equipped with the exclusive Imperial Extras. Trade up now at Armory and receive top dollar for your present car. Chances are it will more than cover the down payment on a mint-conditioned late-model Imperial. Armory's on-the-spot financing assures fast service. You can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, home of 101 time payment plans. You'll be impressed with the prestige and practicality of owning an Imperial from Armory. Now's the time to save on the big comfort, style, and performance during Imperial Week. Drive into Imperial Headquarters this week. Armory Garage, Central Atoven, in Albany. Ed Charles now playing third for the New York Mets as we move now to the seventh inning. The Mets with their second four-run inning of the night now leads the St. Louis Cardinals 9-4. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. St. Louis employed four pitchers during the four-run outburst. Nelson Bryles was charged with two runs. Dick Hughes was charged with one. And Hal Wittichick was charged with one. Bryles is the pitcher of record now, along with Bill Dennehy. Julian Javier is the leadoff batter as we go to the seventh. Bill Dennehy winding, down comes the pitch, fastball high, one ball, no strike. A lot of action crammed into tonight's game. New York, nine runs, ten hits, and no errors. St. Louis, four runs, five hits, and three errors. Three times tonight, the Mets have had the bases loaded. Now the pitch on the way, swing and a miss, and the count is even, one ball, one strike. Javier has reached on a walk and scored a run. And single to right center. 
for St. Louis, Al Jackson, Kurt Flood, Roger Maris, and Orlando Cepeda each have an RBI. For the New York Mets, Jack Hamilton drove in four runs with one swing of the bat, a grand slam home run. Eddie Crane, Bull, and Jerry Butchek have each given in two. Drive in the air to deep left, it'll be beyond the reach of Tommy Davis. Up against the bullpen, and Javier is going into second base, standing up with a double. That is the first hit given up by Bill Dennehy. In release, Bill had retired six straight men. Now it brings up shortstop Dal Maxville. RBIs for New York tonight, Hamilton four. Cranfield and Butchek each have two. And Kenny Boyer, who was on base four times in a row, drove in one. Kenny was up four times. He walked twice and collected two hits. Here's the pitcher on the way. He checks the swing, and it's too high, ball one. Bobby Colon has come out on deck as a pinch hitter. Fastball high. Ball two, it's two and oh. St. Louis has now used five pitchers, including four in that sixth inning. The tall right-hander from Connecticut looks in to get his sign from Jerry Grody. The 2-0 delivery, curve outside, and he goes behind on Maxville 3-0. Javier is on second with a leadoff double. Talking with Bill Dennehy as the count goes to three and zero on Dow Maxwell. Strong breeze whipping from left field across toward right. Wind has freshened up considerably since the start of the ball game. Count three and zero. The pitch down the middle. Strike one called. It's three and one. Bobby Tolan has come out on deck. He'll be batting for Ron Willis. Meaning the Redbirds will have their sixth pitcher in the ball game in the last of the seventh. Three one pitch. Call strike on the outside corner. Three and two. Bill Dennehy with a chance to bag his first major league win here this evening. Three and two. Here's the payoff delivery. Reached for a drive over second into center field at the base hit. Fielded quickly by Luplo. Javier will hold it third. Now runners on first and third. Nobody out. And pinch hitter Bobby Tolan coming up. Right here, a quick pause for a station break. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is the latest. You know the sun rises and sets on my radio shows. Join me weekdays, 7 to 10 a.m., 3 to 6 p.m. on the big bright sun here on WGY. Connected. Kyle Kane is from Stadium. Bobby Tolan is the pinch hitter, and he rips one. Fair ball right on the right field line. Going down into the corner. Javier has scored. 
Racing the third is Maxwell. Maxwell round 30. Held up. Taylor runs up on him. Ball picks the ball up. And able to get back here is Bobby Tola. The throw coming in from right could not be cut off. Otherwise, Tolan would have been hung up between second and third. Bells had to make a good play on the throw coming in, which is in the dirt, and out toward left field. So, a run quickly is in. The runners on second and third, and nobody out. Bobby Tolan hitting the first pitch, doubles down the right field line. He really ripped it, hit right on the line. Now, Wes Wilson has his foot on the top dugout step. Don Shaw and Bob Shaw are in the bullpen. Three hits in a row for the St. Louis Cardinals. Bill Dennehy in relief had retired six in a row. Now has given up three straight hits. One run is in. Colin gets an RBI. New York now, nine runs, ten hits, no errors. St. Louis, five runs, eight hits, and three errors. But the Cardinals have a run in and two in scoring position with nobody out. And a base hit, and the Cardinals would be right back in this ball game. West taking as much time as he can on the mound to give his bullpen a little more of an opportunity. The three hits in a row have given the bullpen very little time. Now plate umpire Ed Vargo goes out to the mound and asks for the decision, and Don Shaw will come in to face Lou Brock. Now the Mets will have their fourth pitcher in the ballgame. Don Shaw relieved two innings in last night's game, gave up one run, three hits. The only run given up by Don last night was a home run hit by Julian Javier over the center field wall. This will be the 11th ball game for Don Shaw. Don has won one and lost two. It'll be the third time that he has faced the Cardinals. And Sarangol Chugamug holds 12 ounces of Rheingold Extra Dry, and it has a full tab so you don't need an opener. You know, it's about the handiest way there is of quenching your thirst. You'll find Chugamug on special display at your local stores in New York and New Jersey. on the other ball game. Night games, the Giants got two in the seventh inning. They have regained the lead and now lead Houston three to two at the end of seven. Juan Marichal pitching against Dave Jesse. Marichal tries for his seventh straight win. The game at Atlanta is now being held up because of rain, with Pittsburgh leading Atlanta five to nothing behind Bob Beal. Beal is five and oh. Dick Kelly pitching for Atlanta. This afternoon, the Chicago Cubs smothered the Los Angeles Dodgers 20-3. Kenny Holtzman won his fifth game without a loss. Lord Osteen was the loser. He's now 5-3. Chicago got a grand slam by Randy Hundley, a three-run homer by Adolfo Phillips, and a home run by Glenn Becker. The only three Dodger runs were scored on home runs with the bases empty, two by Al Ferrara, and one by Ron Fairley. Chicago beating the Dodgers 20-3. Cincinnati getting all five runs in the fifth inning. Defeated Philadelphia 5-2. Jerry Arrigo, who is writing quite a story this year, is now 4-0. He won the ball game in relief. He worked six innings in relief of Gary Nolan. He allowed only one hit. 
Arrigo, in 25 innings this year, has given up only one earned run. The loser was Grant Jackson. In the American League, despite a home run by Mickey Mantle, the Detroit Tigers downed the Yankees 3-1. Jimmy McLean won his fourth, and Al Downing was the loser. In the top of the 10th inning at Fenway Park, Chuck Hinton belted a two-run homer off Don McMahon as Cleveland beat the Red Sox 5-3. Steve Bailey was the winner in relief, and Don McMahon was the loser. Luis Piat and Jose Santiago had started the game. Good Powell hit a three-run homer. Dave McNally and Mo Drabowski combined on the mound as Baltimore beat Washington 4-3. Frank Howard had two home runs and a losing cause. And tonight, Kansas City beat the White Sox 9-4. Paul Lindblad, the winner in relief of Catfish Hunter. The losing pitcher in relief was Dennis Higgins. Now Don Shaw is ready to go. Runners on second and third, nobody out. The batter is Lou Brock. Lou is 0 for 3 tonight. Left-hander against left-hander. Now Don Shaw wants to talk to Jerry Grody. The runner on third is Val Maxwell. Bobby Tolan is on second. This game has really been something else. Bill Dennehy worked two innings. At the moment, has given up one run, allowed three hits. He's responsible for the two men on. He walked none and struck out none. Here's the pitch on the way. Bounced foul down the first baseline, no play. Third flood is on deck, and then Roger Maris. New York 9, St. Louis 5, top of the 7th. Now Don Shaw out of his windup, the pitch. It is popped up, out towards the mound. It Charles comes right up on the mound, now backs off the mound, and he makes the catch. That wind has freshened up to the extent that those pop flyers are no bargain to handle. One man away, Kurt Flood coming up. Flood has struck out twice, bounced out to short. Last time up, Bob Johnson made a glittering play to get him. Third 0 for 3 tonight, batting 298. That's for the infield back with a four-run lead. Here's the pitcher on the way. A strike on the outside corner. A swirl of dust now. Don Shaw turns his back to let it go flying by. A gusty night. Don Shaw with runners on second and third, one man out. Facing Kurt Flood. The left-handers wind up and pitch. A little bit high, and he lets it go. One ball, one strike. The Mets play a single afternoon game with the Cardinals tomorrow, starting at two. Don Cardwell will oppose Ray Washburn. Maxwell leads off third, Colton off second. Sinker, low outside, two balls and a strike. Don Shaw, quiet, rookie left-hander from La Mesa, California. Oh, 
Between two and one. Foul tipped. He just got a piece of it. And it's licked. Umpire Ed Bargo on the right foot. Ed has to hopple around just a little bit trying to take the paint out of it. Even count on flood is two and two.
And the curve is over for a call strike. It's two and two. Lab looks in for his sign. Right-handed batting Phil Gagliano Whitty. A lot of speed on the baselines at this moment for the Cardinals with Bobby Tolan on second and Kurt Flood on first. Now Shaw in the set position. The 2-2 pitch. Low and outside, ball three. An uneasy moment coming up. Three and two. Now let's keep an eye on the speedy base runners, Bobby Tolan and Kurt Flood, and see how Red Jam Dean's plays it. Gagliano is the batter with a tough hitter behind him, Orlando Cepeda. The runners hold up. A high fly ball hit the left field. Bobby Davis jogging toward the left field line, slows up, he's under it, makes the catch. Runner playing it halfway, cruise back. Now Orlando Cepeda. Cepeda has one hit and three times at bat. That was a home run to the opposite field in the fourth inning that tied the ball game four to four. Regained the lead in their half of the fifth inning. A double by Ken Boyer broke the deadlock and put the Mets in front five to four. The Mets then scored four runs in the sixth inning. St. Louis has come back for two here in the seventh. Now the pitch on the way. Fastball outside. Ball one. The Bader's home run was his sixth of the year. His 22nd run batted in. Anything pulled to left by a right-hand batter won't get any help. Swing on a miss. Oh, what a cut he took it back. A sinker by Don Shaw, and Cepeda really had a rip. One ball, one strike. Top of the seventh. One and one count to Orlando Cepeda. Tim McCarver is the on deck hitter. Now the stretch by Don. The one one delivery. A drive hit hard to left field. It's going to be a base hit in the left field corner. Bobby Tolan is scoring. Flood is flying around third. He has the green light. He will come in to score. It is nine to eight, and the tying runs on second. Double to the left field corner by Cepeda. The Mets lead has been kept to a single run, and the tying run is in scoring position with Tim McCarver coming up. Second long hit of the game for Cepeda. He now has a home run and a double and has driven three runs in. Four runs are in. First three, charged to Bill Dennehy. The last across the plate is charged to Don Shaw in relief. That is all the runs that can be charged to Bill Dennehy. 
Cueto on second, the responsibility of Don Shaw. And with McIver coming up, Don Shaw will stay with it to try and get him. McIver has one hit in three times up. He singled the right center back in the fourth inning. The Cardinals now just a base it away from tying up the ball game. It's over, strike one call. Real pure fixer going tonight here at Jay. Third time tonight, four runs have scored in one inning. The Mets had two four-run innings, and the Cardinals now have a four-run inning. Now the pitch. A ground ball slowly hit toward the middle. Boots checked up with it. Throws the crane through. That's it. The side is out. Jay Lewis in the seventh. Four runs. Five hits. No errors. One man. The potential tying run left on base. No, it's seventh inning stretch time here at Jay Stadium. And the score at the end of the six and a half is New York Mets nine. And the St. Louis Cardinals eight. You know something? When you're a pro, you're a pro. Either you have it or you don't. Like sometimes in baseball and spring training in particular, when a youngster starts looking so good, immediately they attach a lot of publicity. Everybody says he's going to be a great one. Sometimes they make it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes that youngster finds when the season opens that they spot a particular weakness. That usually takes care of things. A few weeks later, you might mention his name and few fans remember it. You know, you really got to have it to make it, especially in a tough town like New York. You know, there are 302 brands of beer in the city. 302. Well, that's a lot of brands competing with each other. And you know the beer that's made it to the top? Rheingold. How come? Well, it's the beer itself, the way it tastes, that rich, dry lager. Rheingold tastes good, day after day after day. That's what a real pro is, consistent. for the Cardinals as the Mets come in to hit in the bottom half of the seventh inning. The new pitcher is Joe Horner, and he'll be hitting in Roger Maris's spot in the batting order, the number three spot. Bobby Tolan, who delivered a double as a pinch hitter, stays in the ball game and goes to right field. So Bobby Tolan is in the number nine spot in the batting order. Joe Horner is the sixth Cardinal pitcher. Ron Willis was the fourth pitcher used by Shanty in that four-run sixth inning. And he came on to get the side out. Willis getting credit. For the inning. Al Luplo is up against Joe Horner and he takes five ball one. Joe Horner from Dubuque, Iowa, was the top fireman in the Cardinal bullpen last year. This year, Horner has won one and lost one. He won his last time out in relief against Philadelphia. Side-arming left-hander delivers. A ground smash to short. Can't be handled by Dal Maxwell. It goes on into left field. And Al Luplo is on. And that's the base hit. A hard ground ball that broke off the glove. 
of the shortstop, Maxwell, as he ran into the hole. Now the pitcher, Don Shaw, is scheduled up. It appears we may get a pinch hitter. And Bob Shaw is going back to work in the bullpen. Tommy Reynolds is coming out of the dugout, and Tommy will hit for Don Shaw. Swing and a miss back, Crane Bull, two and two. 
now has Steve Carlton heating up in the bullpen. Two balls, two strikes on Greenville. And the pitch on the way is foul back over the upright screen into the crowd. The count stays two and two. Washington, 4-3. to three. 
Starter Dave McNally got the win, and starter Joe Coleman was the loser. Frank Howard did his sixth and seventh home runs of the year in a losing cause. And tonight, the A's beat the White Sox 9-4. Paul Lindblad, who came out in the fourth in relief of Catfish Hunter, was the winner. Dennis Higgins, who replaced Tommy John in the third, was the loser. And here are the warm-ups for the game on the West Coast tonight. Dean Chance, who's won six in a row, he lost his first start, will be on the mound for Minnesota against his old teammates, the California Angels, and the Angels will be pitching Nick Wilhite. Now Bob Shaw comes in the game in relief. This will be Bob's ninth appearance of the year. He started three ball games, then went to the bullpen on the 2nd of May. And this will be his sixth straight relief appearance. Bob relieved in last night's game, working two-thirds of an inning. And he has a tough job on his hands, trying to protect a one-run lead over the last two innings. Third baseman Mike Shannon is up against Bob Shaw as we go to the eighth inning. Foul ball, just got a piece of it, strike one. The Cardinals tomorrow, a day game at two, and then the Dodgers Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. Tuesday night should be a great fun night here at the ballpark. It'll be the first annual fraternal night, and we'll have some 25,000 members of the Masons and Knights of Columbus organizations in attendance. Pitch for Shannon, reached for a pop fly into short left. Bob Johnson funners out into the outfield and takes it for the out. Shannon beats Bob Shaw and the New York Mets. Shaw was not the loser of ball game in St. Louis when Shaw fooled him with a great pitch of curveball at a count of one and two. Mike Curry's batted the ball and singled the left, driving two runs in and I won the ball game. That was a similar pitch. He almost pulled it off for a base hit. Johnson was able to get under it and take it for the off. Julian Javier has had a good series. Tonight he has reached on a walk, single to right center, and double to left. Pitch by Shaw, inside, let her high ball one. Javier, with his two for two on a walk tonight, has raised his average up over 300. He's now hitting 304. All that means is, is that the first seven hitters in the Cardinal lineup are batting 300 or more. That's not a bad thing to have going for you. Lou Brock, Kurt Flood, Roger Maris, Orlando Cepeda, Tim McCarver, Mike Shannon, and Julian Javier, all up over 300. up by Shaw. Down comes his pitch. A grounder whack foul down the third baseline. One ball and one strike on Javier. With the exception of the Mets, the other ball clubs, the Cardinals have played in the National League, they see a lot of left-hand pitching. And that helps in particular a hitter like Javier, who is not too strong against right-handers, but is very strong against left-hand pitching. like Lou Brock, Roger Maris, Tim McCarver. Cardinals were on a six-game road trip a couple of weeks ago, and for six games in a row, they faced a starting left-hander. 
The 1-1 one, one pitch. And it's inside, ball two, two and one. One out, nobody on. We're in the eighth. New York clinging to a one-run lead. It's nine to eight. Fouled off the end of the bat. We have seen 11 pitchers in this game tonight. The Mets have used five, and the Cardinals have used six. The little red book of baseball says that the record for most pitchers used in a game by both clubs, the major league record is 14. So this game is just three shy of that record. Line foul down the left field line. Hanging curveball that was ripped by Javier, and it was foul a couple of yards. The last time that 14 pitchers were used in one ball game was in 1961, an American League game between the Indians and the A's. The last time in the National League was 1959, Cincinnati and Milwaukee. The 2-2 pitch. Ooh, just missed a little bit high. The string is out, three and two. Out on Javier, and now Julian wants the uh, rosin bag. This is already a three-hour ball game, but there have not been any dull moments. Shaw cranks up. The 3-2 pitch. A little blue pit off the bat down toward first. It could be trouble. Thrown to Shaw. He can't beat him. And it's on with a base hit as high of the air with one of the funniest hits you've ever seen. Shaw made a good pitch. He jammed the batter. Hit him right on the fifth. The ball was a little blue down toward Crane Pool. Not high enough for Crane Pool to get under and catch in the air. He had to grab it on the hop. Wait for Shaw to get over there. And Bob couldn't get there in time, and all you can do is score at a base hit. For Javier, that's three in a row. Now Dave Ricketts is going to hit for Dow Maxwell. Dave Ricketts, left-handed batting catcher, who's had three hits and five times up as a sense hitter. Going to bat for Dow Maxwell, left-hand hitter against Bob Shaw. Cardinals now have the tying run on first, one man out. Dow Maxwell had one for two and a walk in the game. Ricketts had a punishing pinch hit against New York in the series of St. Louis. Here's the pitch by Shaw, swing and a best strike one. Eddie Crane's rule holding against Javier, a fast man at first. Base hits are now even. Each team has 11. Ricketts forced Javier, and uh, then um, Bob Gibson pinch ran. 
four wickets and went to third on Bobby Tolan's base hit. Tolan batting for pitcher Ron Willis. So that brought Lou Brock up with runners at first and third and two out, top half of the eighth. Cardinals got a good break on the base hit by Julian Javier. He blooped one down towards first, not high enough to be caught in the air and beat it out for an infield hit. Now they have been trying to run 90 feet away. Runners on first and third, two down, and Brock coming up. Lou has gone over four this evening. Brock hitting 321. Runners at the corners, two down. In comes the pitch. Ground ball hit toward the middle. It's going to be a base hit to find the ball here. Gibson is coming in to score. Tolan racing on to third. And this ball game is tied 9 to 9. Brock hitting the first pitch right up the middle. Fastball over, a strike, and it's three and two. 
Second line to call. He springs out of the batter's spot. Now we have a big pitch coming up. Runners at first and third. The game tied nine to nine. Two men out. Big plug the batter. And it's three and two. Shaw works off the stretch. Now the pitch. Long ball back toward the middle. Bootstrap up with the ball. Throws the first. The side is out. Well, it was toward the middle, but Bootstrap was gunning on the spot to toss him out. One run, three hits, no errors, two left on. At the end of seven and a half innings, the Cardinals nine, the Mets nine. Bomber Garage proudly announces the arrival of its fifth annual interior week. Stop in at the corner of Central and Colvin in Albany and see the full imperial line. Treat yourself to a test drive and experience the quiet ride, the elegant interiors, and the luxurious extras that are standard equipment on these beauties. Let the Armory salesman show you how you can own an imperial for far less than you expect. Armory's volume is one reason why they can put you behind the wheel of the newest luxury car in a decade at the lowest possible price. Used car sales are up. And Armory will give you top trade on your present car. Another reason why smart car buyers check Armory first. Learn how you can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, where terms are tailored to suit your budget. Or learn how you can lease the new Imperial at Armory. Isn't it time to experience the luxury, the prestige of a precision-built automobile? Stop in at Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, Albany, during Imperial Week for the best buy on Imperial 67. The newest prestige car in a decade. Bottom half of the eighth inning, Eddie Bursu goes to shortstop for the St. Louis Cardinals. And Tommy Davis will be leading off against left-hander Joe Hunter. Final scores in the National League. Pittsburgh defeated Atlanta 6-2. Bob Beal won his sixth game of the year without a loss. Dick Kelly was the loser. McBean relieved in the eighth inning, and Roberto Clemente had a home run. Good crowd tonight in Atlanta, 33,883. And Juan Marichal again went all the way, winning his seventh straight complete game victory as the Giants beat Houston 3-2. Dave Justy was the loser. Outside to Tommy Davis, ball one. So everything is over in the National League except the wild one here. It was Cincinnati over Philadelphia, 5-2. The Cubs beat the Dodgers, 20-3. Swing and a miss by Tommy, one ball, one strike. Tonight, Pittsburgh topped Atlanta, 6-2. And the Giants beat the Astros, 3-2. Everything is over in the American League except the game on the West Coast. The 1-1 pitch by Horner, strike on the outside corner, one ball and two strikes. Joe Horner starting his second inning of relief work. Right arming, left-hander. In the American League, Detroit beat the Yankees 3-1. McLean won, Downing was the loser. Cleveland 5-3 in 10 innings on a 10th inning homer by Chuck Hinton. They beat the Red Sox. Baltimore 4, Washington 3. McNally the winner and Coleman the loser. Both Powell hit a big three-run homer. Kansas City beats the White Sox tonight 9-4 with Paul Lindblad, the winner. A swing and a miss, he struck him out. And Joe Hunter strikes out Tommy Davis. 
Ron Swoboda coming up. Ron has one for three and has reached on a walk. Ron got his base hit in the midst of the controversy back in the fifth inning. But the rule was down solid in black and white. He had a shot off the mound that hit the umpire. And it's a strike from the outside corner. The rule book says that the ball is dead when a ball hits an umpire before passing an infielder other than the pitcher. Now the pitcher on the way. It's over for a call strike two. Last of the eighth inning, nine to nine. Nobody on as Joe Horner comes out of the windup. Now the pitch off the outside corner. One ball and two strikes. Ed Charles is waiting on deck. Ed came in the game as the runner for Ken Boyer back in the sixth inning. At that time, the mess had gone ahead nine to four. Swinging out of mercy, struck him out. Now Charles will be hitting for the first time. Ken Boyer had a good night. Kenny was up four times and on base four times with two walks, a single, and a double. After the Mets had taken a five-run lead, Ed Charles came in as a runner, so he's up for the first time. Just off the outside corner, one ball and no strike. the left-hander, a foul ball, hit back upstairs over our broadcasting booth, one ball, one strike. Cardinals have used six pitchers tonight, the Mets have used five. The one-one delivery, outside, two balls and a strike. had four pitchers in the sixth inning. But the Mets scored four runs for the second time in the game. The 2-1 delivery. A high pop fly into left center field. Flood racing in. Now starts to slow up. And Kurt Flood takes it for the out. And Joe Horner retires the Mets 1-2-3 in the last of the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. At the end of eight, the St. Louis Cardinals nine and the New York Mets nine. This is Victor Borger with a special report from CARE on food for life and hope. In this country of ours, where food is so plentiful, we often forget that there are places on earth where people have little or nothing at all to sustain them. Millions suffer hunger and despair for the lack of just enough food with which to survive. Yes, in many areas, poverty exists. Orphans, refugees, the sick, and aged go hungry. Food sources are destroyed during earthquakes, floods, and war. In Latin America, Asia, and Africa, men, women, and children need help today to give them hope for tomorrow. Care Food Crusade continues to serve this need by sending $1 packages of life-giving food delivered in the name of the sender. 
You can bring life and hope to the needy by sending dollars to care food crusades. Johnson is batting for Joe Horner to lead off the night. Swing and a miss, strike one. Alex, an outfielder, big, strong, right-handed batter. Batting for Joe Horner. So the Cardinals will have their seventh pitcher in the ball game in the last of the ninth inning. They're warming up Larry Jaster. Now Shaw over the head, down comes the arm. Curve, just missed the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Bob Shaw fingers the rising bag. Let's have the infield a step to left against Jansen. The outfield playing deep. Now Shaw delivers one and one. Ground ball hit toward the hole, and it goes on through for a base at the left field. Johnson around first will hold there as Davis whips it back in. He hit down on that ball to take a long, high skip over the outstretched glove of Ed Charles and on through the hole for a base hit. For the Cardinals, their 14th hit of the ball game, and Mr. Orlando Cepeda is coming up. Cepeda homered in the fourth inning to tie the game 4-4. to four. Then delivered a punishing double in the seventh inning to pull the Cardinals within a single run. Now the pitcher on the way. It's over at the knee. He's strength one. total to 24. In comes the pitch to him. Inside, one ball, one strike. Tim McCarver on deck and then Mike Shannon. St. Louis, nine runs, 14 hits and three errors. New York, nine runs, 11 hits, no errors. Johnson leading off first. Hit foul. He went after a bad pitch that broke far outside and just nicked it on the end of the bat. One ball and two strikes. St. Louis had traded away Bill White to Philadelphia. They were in trouble at first base in the season open last year. But about a month into the season, they traded Ray Sadecki for Orlando Cepeda. Way inside, he gets away from Jerry Grody. Johnson races to the second, takes the turn, and then stops. As the wild pitch charge to Bob Shaw, it was high inside. Cepeda had to bail out trying to get away from it. And Cepeda immediately wants the ball looked at by Ed Vargas. Now the Cardinals have the potential leading run in scoring position. And the count is two balls and two strikes on Orlando Cepeda. Bob Shaw up in the set position delivers a line drive, a base hit down the left field line, rolling all the way down into the corner. 
Johnson is in the score to put St. Louis in front on the double by Cepeda. His third extra base into the ball game. And St. Louis, for the first time tonight, has gone in front. They now lead 10 to 9. Big ball game for Cepeda. Cepeda now has two doubles and a home run and has driven four runs in. That brings up Tim McCarver. Nobody out. McCarver has one for four this evening. Now the pitch by Shaw. Curve inside. It's ball one. One ball and no strikes on Tim McCarver. St. Louis coming from far behind. They were trilling. Nine to four at the end of six innings. Now the pitch. A high fly, well hit to right center. Lupler cruising to his glove side is under it. Makes the catch. Cepeda tags, he's on his way to third. The throw will not be in time. And Cepeda goes into third after the catch. Cardinals now will be trying to pick up the insurance tally. Cepeda on third with one down. Mike Shannon coming up. Mike is 0 for 4 tonight. Shannon hitting 329. And now the Mets will bring the infield in, and Grody goes out to talk to Bob Shaw. Bob Shaw came on in the eighth inning. Bob has now given up two runs, allowed five hits. Now Grody glancing to the dugout to see how West Western wants to play. Howie here is the on-deck batter. He's had a hot hand in this ball game with three for three and a walk. And now Ed Vargo walks over. I believe we want a defensive change. Western wants Don Bice in the ball game as a defensive move. The Mets are in a position here where they need a strong throwing arm on a fly ball into left field. And I believe Tommy Davis will be coming out. Luplo will move to left. And Bosch will go to center. With a runner on third and one out, and it could be a very big run. Luplo will go to left. Bosch comes into play center, and Tommy Davis comes out. Tommy Davis had a batting turn in the eighth inning, so very unlikely he would be coming up in the last of the ninth inning. The hitter is Mike Shannon. The infield is in tight on the edge of the carpet. Now the stretch by Shaw. Here's the pitch on the way. A ground ball bounced past the glove of Johnson on into center field of base hit. In the score, Orlando Cepeda, and the Cardinals have a two-run lead. Cepeda applauding as he runs to the dugout. Boy, is he happy. He has had some kind of a night. Against the drawn-in infield, that ball was just beyond the reach of Bob Johnson. Base hit and an RBI for Mike Shannon. The Cardinals as a team are really hitting. First seven men in the Cardinal lineup hitting over 300. As an example in this game tonight, seven different players have at least one RBI. Now 
Javier, the batter, fouls it off, strike one. Cepeda, the big gun in the attack, with two doubles and a home run and four RBIs. The only other Cardinal player with more than one run batted in is Kurt Flood. He has two. Now a stretch by Shaw. Here's the pitch on the way, a swing and a miss at a curveball. Julian Javier has three for three tonight and has reached on a walk. And he's raised his batting average up over 300. He's now hitting 311. So it's St. Louis 11, New York 9, and we're in the ninth inning. One man away. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. He got him with a breaking ball. Eddie Brasil. But his first time up at Shea Stadium in a Cardinal uniform. Pitched by Shaw, and Eddie has to hit the dirt to get out of the way. Ball one. In the bottom half of the ninth, New York will have Jerry Grody. Johnson and Al Luplo coming up. Now Shaw checks his runner. And the curve is over a strike. One ball, one strike. Unless the Mets can rally and win this one, they will have to suffer their bitterest defeat of the year.
but the only one that's made it to the top is Rheingold. You gotta be good to make it in New York. Rheingold makes it. In this town, either you have it or you don't. Last of the ninth inning, left-hander Larry Jaster from Midland, Michigan, coming on to Earl for the Cardinals. Larry, as a starter this year, has won two, beating the Dodgers and the Giants. Lost the start to Pittsburgh at 2 to nothing. His last outing was a relief assignment, his first relief duty of the season. For Larry Jaster, who was 11-5 and five with the Cardinals last year and beat the Dodgers five times, he is being brought on here for the bottom half of the ninth inning. And Jaster is the seventh pitcher used by the St. Louis Cardinals. But the moves, the many moves, have paid off for the Redbirds, and they are carrying a two-run lead going to the last of the ninth inning. At the end of six, they were behind five runs, turning nine to four. The pitchers of record are Joe Hunter and Bob Shaw. Jerry Grudy leads off now against Jasper in the last of the ninth inning. Jerry has reached on a walk, gone over three. Takes the pitch outside, ball one. A single game tomorrow afternoon starting at 2 o'clock, and Don Cardwell pitches against Ray Washburn. The Dodgers invade for three all-night battles starting Monday night. This is over, strike one call. One ball, one stretch. Longest stretch worked by any Cardinal pitcher tonight was the three innings by starter Al Jackson. Same is true for New York. The longest stretch was by Jack Hamilton, the starter. He went three. Fly ball to center field. Kurt Flood in about two steps is under it and has it for the off. Nobody on. Bob came in the game in the fourth inning. Has one hit and three times up. Outside in the high, it's ball one. Larry Jaster winds. Down comes his pitch. And a fastball is over at the letters. One ball and one strike. Tall left-hander winds and pitches, and a blazing fastball in the outside corner. He can throw hard. It's one ball and two strikes. A big night for Orlando Cepeda and the Cardinals. Next pitcher on the way, foul ball back to our television booth. One ball and two strikes to Bob Johnson. by far and away the longest ball game of the year for the New York Mets. Game now has been running about three hours and 35 minutes. Mets trying to fight back here in the bottom half of the ninth. The one-two pitch by Jasper, a slow bouncer back toward the mound. A Carver grabs it, throws the first, just in time. 
Very close play at first. Ball was fair going toward the mound, and McCarver caught up with it. And pegged the Cepeda just in time to get Bob Johnson. So the Mets are down to their final out of the ninth inning, trailing by two. The batter is Al Luplo. Al has struck out, reached on a walk, and collected a base hit. One for two. Now the pitcher on the way. Off the outside corner, one ball and no strike. St. Louis, 11 runs, 16 hits. New York, 9 runs on 11 hits. Last ball over, one ball, one strike. Good crowd at Shea tonight. Over 30,000 in the stadium and just under 30,000 paid. The paid figure was 29,075. And they saw a wild and woolly battle. Off the outside corner, two and one to Al Luplo. If Al can get on, Don Cardwell will be coming up as a pinch hitter. He'll be hitting for Bob Shaw. Cardwell has the power. The 2-1 pitch. Foul ball back, no play. Don Cardwell, the starting pitcher in the Miles game against Ray Washburn. is kneeling in the on-back circle to hit for Bob Shaw if Luplo can keep the ball game moving. The count is 2-2 two two on Al Luplo with two outs and nobody on. Now the 2-2 delivery, and a line drive cut. The ball game is over as Maxwell, if pursued, beg your pardon, makes the catch for the final out. Duplo hits the ball hard, and the Cardinals have won probably their biggest game of the year. Not once, but twice, they storm from behind. In the night, no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Well, this is a tough defeat for the New York Mets. Certainly their most difficult loss of the young season. The Mets took a 4-0 lead on a grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton. St. Louis came from behind to tie the game 4-4. Kenny Boyer's double put New York in front 5-4 in the fifth. Then the Mets got their second four-run inning in the sixth inning with Bootcheck and Greenville, each driving two runs in. And they were ahead 9-4 at the end of the sixth. But then the Cardinals came storming back on the slugging of Orlando Cepeda. Cepeda, a tremendous night, two doubles and a home run. He drove four runs in. Seven different Cardinals drove in at least one run, as the Cardinals, using seven pitchers, collected 16 base hits, and twice came from behind, and they win it by a final score of 11-9. to 9. 